Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. What is up, everybody? How we doing today? Good to see you all. Uh, hope you're doing well. Uh, I am Rob Ellis. That is, these are my compadres, Derek Gunn and Barrett Brooks. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. What's up, fellas? How we doing? How- you, 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 gentlemen. All good. Do? Barrett, all did, good. You, did you miss me this weekend, Barrett? Absolutely. You and Rob. In fact, I was stalking Rob on his radio shows. <laughs> Really? Calling and texting them and stuff. Yeah, man. I love it. I, I love any any any. I did a. I made a Barrett. I called the uh, Kansas State Wildcats the Fighting Barrett Brooks. The fighting Barrett Brooks. I heard on, that on my radio show. Yeah. I heard it. I heard it. I honestly heard it. My mom was like, "I'm like, yeah, that's Rob." Oh, okay. <laughs> they were they were the, they were, they were the Fighting Barrett Brooks and went down in flames oh. this weekend. Oh my goodness. Hey, I reached. Hey, I reached out to Barrett. Man, I feel for you, man. I thought K State had that game, but. If you guys remember on Friday, I told you, I said, Alabama and um, Houston are not going to the Final Four. Yeah. I, I, I uh, it was so wide this open. Is, this is the first time, this is the first time in, in, uh, in, you know, history that a team that's not ranked three and above has been in the Final Four. Isn't that something? Isn't it crazy? It is. It's wild. It shows you the parity that's out there this year. I mean, Duke. Duke and North Carolina, both for stretches, were both out of the top 25 this season. I had never seen that before. Yeah, it's and been then a, Duke, it's, Duke caught fire and slipped in the back door and finished like 22 or something like that. But They did, yeah. It's been the weirdest year ever. I mean, it has. And a lot of it is is transfer portal and NIL and all that. Yeah, but yeah. It, for the exact same it, reason, what's his name left? Villanova. It's Jay the reason Wright. why there's so much uh, – so much parody in the league. Yeah, it's gonna be fascinating, man. But I think your team's in good shape with with your coach. Jerome Tang is the real deal. Everybody uh, wants a piece of Tang right now. Thank God. Tang, Tang, Tang. I don't know who I'm rooting for in the Final Four, to be honest. Because, I, like I told you guys, if I don't have a rooting rooting interest in the team, I root for underdogs. Well, I lived in San Diego and I covered San Diego State football for a while. So the fact those dudes are pit bulls on defense. They go tough. nine deep. Physical. Their defense is sick. Tough. Yeah. You know, do I do I root for them? Do I root for Florida Atlantic, which is the story of the tournament so far? Mm-hmm. Who, I mean, who do you, who do I root for? I, I'm rooting for Miami. I told you guys, my son played with Isaiah Wong, who's who's the ACC okay. Player of the Year, yeah, in yeah. high school. Uh, he's he's a he's a quiet kid. He is like a flatliner kind of kid. I don't. Nobody even knows he has a heartbeat. But he uh, he had 12 of their four of his 14 in the second half to help Miami advance. I'm so I'm rooting for Miami. I, and I but I love the FAU story too. It's great. 
It's great. So I'm not rooting for Connecticut. Let me be clear. I, w- I was just about <laughs> to say the one team that scares me in the Final Four that I don't want to win is UConn. They what they did to Gonzaga, do that to Gonzaga. They blew them out by 28 points. I mean, they do. They're they averaging two. Gunner, they're winning by 22 and a half points per game. It's, it's it do. I watched them. Dude, they can run, they can defend, they can shoot. They have it all. I mean, they're just blowing up people left and right, man. Yeah. But I would love to see, see them play San Diego State defense versus offense. Like, ooh, that would be a good game. Yeah, it would. Uh it, it's gonna be look, it's it's fun. No matter what it is, it's different at least this year. So it's gonna be kind of cool to watch, that's for sure. Um <laughs> John Dickerson. I'm going to call Rob Little Sills while he's rooting for Miami. Yeah, I, well, I, got, to root for, I got to root for my man, Isaiah. I got it. But uh, I actually, uh, other than like Danny Hurley's exhausting on the sideline, just nonstop whining. So every, anybody but Connecticut is who I'm rooting for. So that, that's just me. Um, I see uh, I see Fitness Rebel is, is touring Ireland. I, I, I sent her a, a tweet. Uh, she needs to go to the Brazen Head Inn if she's still near Dublin. Yeah. It's the oldest uh, pub. It was established in 1198. It's the oldest pub wow. in, in double. Yeah. So she needs to go there. Great, great uh, drinks and great food too. Did so, you see uh, the uh, tweet she sent us? You, me and Barrett. Yes. About the, it's her and her sister are about to take a whiskey tour. <laughs> and she sent a picture of the place they're going in. I said, I hope you remember it. You know, <laughs> when you come out, I think she will. I think she will. Yeah. Um, so we got some big news and we'll, we'll get into Eagles and Sixers and Phillies because there's a lot happening. We have Rich Hoffman from The Athletic. He's going to join us at 1.30. We'll talk about the Sixers in the game tonight against the Nuggets, which is going to be a big one, Embiid and, and, and the Joker going head-to-head. But how about this guy? Oh, there she is. Yeah, so there she is, Fitness Rebel. We got you. Um, right before we came on, we see everybody, by the way. We see Chris. We see Dak. We see Mr. Taz. We see John, of course. We see everybody. We see you all, we, and, and we appreciate you all. I hope you had a good weekend. Um before we came on, we were actually in our show meeting, and word came down. And, and this is there's no speculation here. There was a statement put out by Lamar Jackson himself that he requested a trade in the earlier port, portion of uh, March away from the Ravens. I, I've been telling you guys from the jump, man. I, I didn't think it was this was going to happen. There's just too much bad blood here with these two, mm. and finally it's come to fruition now. So the way it, the way it works is he's he's tagged. So if you trade it for him, you'd have to give the Ravens two first rounders. And Barrett made a point. We were talking about this during the, the show meeting. You know, if he wants out, how do you handle this thing? Do you just get rid of him? What's up, Father Sean O'Neill? I see you. I see you, Father O'Neill. Um, would you just get? Would you just uh, you know, take the tag off of him and then and then let him walk? But man, I'm getting. I'm. I need huge reinforcements coming back to me if I'm them. But then again, what do you do? If, and if it lingers on to the if season. he refuses to play for you, then it's a whole thing. It, it's well, just ugly. Well, then it's then it's like um, it's the, it's like what the Eagles went through with with uh, with Carson. They just go have that salary cap hit sitting right there, and that's a salary cap hit for about thirty thirty two million dollars. Yep, you know what I'm saying because that's the tag. The tag um, franchise tag is thirty two million, so he'll be there in the locker room, or he'll be on the team still. But that's a roster spot you can't um, fill, and you're just paying that money. So it, it makes sense to to trade him, take the tag off him. I mean, find a way to get, which you can get some value for him. Take Absolutely. the tag off and 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 and, and, um, and and trade him for something. Something's better than nothing. Whether it's one front um, first round pick or whatever. 
least get some value for it because just to have him sitting in that locker room for $32 million and him not playing and that roster spot being occupied by him is, 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 is no bueno, bro. You don't, you don't want to do that. Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot of posturing here, and we've yeah. seen this with a lot of players. Because it is a early. Lot of players, yes, it is early. A lot of players come out and say, all right, trade me, and then all of a sudden a few months later they get a deal done. John Harbaugh, I started checking up more on the story, and John Harbaugh came out and said it again, that we are planning to move forward with Lamar Jackson. We are building around Lamar Jackson. Now, when you look at what Baltimore has left on its on its quarterback depth chart, Anthony Brown and Tyler Huntley, John Harbaugh in that AFC North does not want to go into battle this fall with either one of those as his frontline quarterbacks. He has an overall nucleus to compete for that division title. Um, Lamar Jackson, he can spout off all he wants. The bottom line is, even though the money's guaranteed, if he doesn't play, he doesn't get paid. Are you going to give up? If you, are you going to stand up? Now, now, let's be honest here. When push comes to shove, no matter how unhappy you are, are you going to snub your nose up at $32 million under a franchise tag and push comes to shove? Because if you don't play, you don't get paid. And the are history, Gunner, is uh, when you sit, it doesn't work out well for you. No. You miss an entire season. I don't care yes. who you are. Baltimore holds the trump cards. Yep. Are you going to just sit and snub your nose up at $32 million? Yeah. That's money you never recoup. I don't care if you get a $200 million contract down the road. You don't recoup that one season you lost. Yeah. No. I don't get it. I, I saw – this is interesting because, you know, I, I always – Joe Banner usually jumps in on Twitter with, with some of this stuff. Uh, this is about an hour ago. So he tweeted out, Lamar has acknowledged the Ravens made him a three-year fully guaranteed deal. You know, I, I'd like to know what the, I don't know what the numbers are exactly, how much it is, and all that. But I believe it was one thirty-three for three years, one thirty-three. Yeah. So, you know, I'm looking at that and I'm saying, I, 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 he if he really thinks that no teams are giving you Deshaun Watson guarantees anymore, that's not going to happen. So I just wonder where this is headed, and this is where I always keep getting back to the to the agent thing. Like he he's not with someone who's been through the wars before with this stuff. You know, he's he's kind of flying by the seat of his pants with it. And I don't know that that makes this better, worse, more challenging. Well, I don't know. Well, that's the problem. That's what makes this bad because, number one, for the last two years, you haven't been there for your team in the second half of the season. Exactly. That's number one. Number two, unless you have a degree or you sat down and you've been a part of negotiating contracts at this level, mm -hmm. you should have somebody outside of you doing that. Yep. You can want all you want, but you got to know the climate in which you do it. Now I understand you can also do this. You can you can go to the, you know go to the table, them send them a um they, they send you an offer. You take your offer and you go to a lawyer. I'm I'm pretty pretty sure that's what's happening. He takes the offer and goes and talks to a lawyer. Yep. Then the lawyer will give him feedback and then he goes back to him. I'm sure that's the. That's I hope so, on. Barrett. I I really hope there's at least that going on. Yes, that I I, I believe wholeheartedly that's going on. But, and I say this, but when you deal in situations like that, you are getting the blunt of the realness of what it is in, in, in meeting rooms, in, um, in, in, those, in those front office. Yeah, like buildings. arbitration cases where one side is going to say, hey, you're great, but you don't do this. You know? and, 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 and that's why you let your agent it's have a harsh so truth. Exactly. That it's yeah. a harsh truth for what they really – see, I was in, I've been in coaching meeting rooms where I thought players were outstanding players, 
but you get inside the meeting room and now I'm a coach and I got my coach's hat on and listening to these coaches talk about the players who are supposed to be leaders on the team. And I'm sitting back like, wow. I mean, I'm really talking about these guys like this. Like mm-hmm. they don't like this guy in, in, in any, you know, any, any sense of the word, mm-hmm. they, they flat out, you know, clowning this guy. And I thought that was their dude. And then they get on TV and be like, all right, you know, everything's cool. So I've seen it from all sides of it. I've seen it from the business standpoint of sitting down, talking to scouts and talking to um, uh, executives. I've been in the classroom where, you know, we're after we get to, you know, get, giving the game plan out and then we're sitting down, we're talking about the players and how they're going to do this and that. And, you know, hearing the harsh realness of what they really think and why they're not doing things. And I've been on the player side where I'm thinking my worth is a lot more than what, you know, they even see me as, you know, mm-hmm. so this is tough, man. And for him to be, you know, indoctrinized in all of that. And it really sucks for him because now he really sees what they think about him. Yeah. I'm going to give really you the quote, Derek, you referenced this. Okay. So we're, they had the owners meetings are underway in Arizona, right? So you have owners there, you have head coaches there, you know, et cetera. So John Harbaugh is there. So he was asked directly about the tweet. Yep. He, he said, quote, or about what Lamar put out there, the statement, he said, quote, I haven't seen the tweet. That's an ongoing process. I'm following it very closely just like everybody else is here and looking forward to a resolution. I'm excited thinking about Lamar all the time, thinking about him as our quarterback. We're building our offense around that idea. I'm just looking forward to getting back to football, and I'm confident that it's going to happen, you know, whatever. And then Harbaugh kind of blew it off like it was sort of a social media thing. This isn't just social media speculation, John. This is your quarterback saying, I want out. So I know he's trying to downplay this, but there's more to this. No question. But I'll go back to what I said before. We see posturing all the time uh, with players. And then all of a sudden there's a resolution at uh, at some point. And on the other side, you know, I agree wholeheartedly with what Barrett was saying. When it comes down to numbers, you find out exactly what an organization thinks of you. But from Lamar's perspective, I don't, I don't, but now if the last contract number we heard three year, 133 million guarantee was what it is. It puts him in the mix of the top five or six quarterbacks. But if I'm in Lamar Jackson's shoes, I have a problem with Kyler Murray getting 230 million, 160 guaranteed. Kyler Murray hasn't done any more than I have. I can even go so far as say I have a problem with Josh Allen getting $258, million guaranteed. Is Josh Allen is he still hasn't done any more than than, than than what he has, except he's played a few more games. He's stayed healthier in that regard. I have a major problem with Deshaun Watson getting two hundred thirty million guaranteed when Deshaun Watson embarrassed himself and the organization with his off the field antics, and he missed full year, and yet Cleveland still gave him that kind of money. But when you look beyond that point, and, and, and you can't compare yourself, you know, you look at a contract. 450 million, 141 million guaranteed. Well, you can't put yourself in a Patrick Mahomes stratosphere because that man's won three league MVPs and two Super Bowls and been to three Super Bowls. Patrick Mahomes is on a different plane from everybody, and his his numbers are not the top numbers. Aaron Rodgers, who's 40 years old, has the, the overall top guaranteed contract in the National Football League, that three-year deal he signed. But should he be paid any less than Kyler Murray, Deshaun Watson, Challenge? Uh, just based on overall performance. Uh, well, let me play devil's those, those advocate. That, I, they haven't won. They haven't won. They haven't gone to Super Bowl. They haven't won anything. Yeah. So if you're asking me, do I want Lamar Jackson over Kyler Murray? Yes. Do I want? Do I think Lamar Jackson should make more than Kyler Murray? Yes. Not even close. Okay. But 
I think the Ravens are looking at that like, well, just because they made a mistake in right. Arizona yep. or yep. Cleveland gave, gave out this ridiculous deal doesn't mean we're going to do the same thing. Like that's yep. how organizations think. Well, I mean, yep. you, let, me be, let me be a devil's advocate from a, from a player standpoint. All right. It's not a mistake that Deshaun Watson got guaranteed money. It's not a mistake that the quarterback from Minnesota got down their, their contract guaranteed. It's not a mistake. It's the, it's the evolution of what these quarterbacks are getting. And they're now starting to be reaped the benefits of what the three other sports are, 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 are doing right now. What's stopping our union from going out and making sure that our contracts are guaranteed because they're doing it in baseball. They're doing it in basketball. They're doing it in hockey. And there lies the, you know, what the players are thinking. And in order for this thing to become um, what it's supposed to be, there are people that have to, you know, fall on the sword and, and be basically, you know, um, they they basically just got to say, all right, it's, I, I'm all in, or 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 you know, we we're just not going to make this progress in it. And when you look at Lamar, Lamar is a big enough name. Lamar is a big enough star that they can't afford to have him sitting on the bench. They can't afford to have – because franchise quarterbacks don't just come a dime a dozen. In fact, there aren't 32 franchise quarterbacks in the NFL. No. There's not 20 franchise quarterbacks in the NFL. Mm -hmm. There are maybe 7 to 10 franchise quarterbacks right now in the NFL. And when you look at their worth, the organizations that are continuing competing and dominating the NFL are the franchise quarterbacks – that, are, that should be getting these franchise type of deals. And that's where he's saying, I am a franchise quarterback. And I will say he is a franchise quarterback. I don't know what you guys think, but I'm saying he is. So why can't he get paid according like a franchise quarterback? Well, I, I, I hear you. I think you make good points. I, I think the, I guess, the counter from Baltimore's standpoint, I don't want to sit here and keep being the organizational guy because I, I want football players. No, no, but the, you know, the string needs to hear it. You know, Because this is, this is what we're – there's no wrong or right that's going on right now. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and look, you, you guys know where I'm at. I, I want right. football players to get every penny they can get. Absolutely. They, they destroy themselves physically. But um, I think Baltimore would probably say, you know, we gave them what, what we offered three years at whatever the – what was the number, Gunner? Buck 30? 133. Something 133, yeah. Yeah, at that number. And then, you know, we feel like that's fair. And then Lamar wants a longer term deal. And I get that from Lamar's stand. Lamar's still a young guy, man. So anyway, I I, I think both sides have an argument here. I just, the fact that it drug into this year was a bad sign for me. That he was out there playing in in an NFL season on the last year. This is why there's no way this happens with the Eagles. Well, saying uh, that though, whoa, 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 whoa. Not the Eagles organization smarter than this. I, but see, there. See, then why isn't why isn't Jalen signed right now? I, I think he's already done. been out and said that he he's gonna be. He knows he's gonna have to pay out the yin yang for him. What are they discussing right now? Why hasn't he gotten this deal right now? I think it's because they're trying to see where the guaranteed line is and where yeah. with the with the the years on this contract where that line lies. Also, some of it could be as simple as like I want to see what Lamar gets. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, and 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 it 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 would almost be, um, it would it would almost be unconstitutional for his agent if she allows that to happen. It's almost like she's she should wait. If she doesn't wait, his mother. Then it's, talking about. It's, yes, his yeah. agent. If she doesn't wait, 
then she's done a horrible job of being his agent if she doesn't see. Oh, I'm sorry. You meant, I'm sorry. You meant Jalen. I thought you were still talking about Lamar. No, no, I'm talking you. about Jalen. Yeah, no, no, I got you. I got you. I, I, I'm trying to, I'm kind of flip. I'm trying to, you know, yeah, yeah. you talk about the Eagles and how they're approaching this. Yeah. This is, this is, this is big because his agent should be mm-hmm. like, look, I sit back, sit on your hands, Jalen. Right now, just, just be comfortable with, with what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. You're going to get paid. We know you're going to get paid. But we got to see what Lamar gets because there's too much guaranteed money out there. And the game that you play, the style of game that you play is going to dictate how many years they're going to give you and how much guaranteed money they're going to give you. So we want to see what the precedence is with Lamar, who plays a much more um, wide open reckless game, game, almost reckless. That's another reason why this is complicated with Lamar. Exactly, is, is his playing style, yep. and 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 I think people, the Eagles, if they're you know business people, they could make that argument to some extent with Jalen. I don't think Jalen is nearly as risky as as Lamar, but Jalen's missed time the last two years as a starter. If, from an organizational standpoint, if I'm Baltimore, I'm not giving Lamar more than a three year contract. In 2021, he missed four games. 2022, he missed five games. That reckless play is starting to take a toll on yep. his body. And he's he getting older, only which is going to be harder to recover from yeah. this stuff. He's 26, and but still. How many you, games he missed in 2022? He missed five games. I thought yeah. he missed more than that. No, he played in 12. Now, he may not have finished that 12th game, but he played in 12. Okay. Yeah, the last so five. Plus. It was the last five of the season. So. Yeah, so he yeah, missed last five, five plus. That's the last two years, right? Yeah, well, he missed the, the, last the year before that, he missed four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's so a that lot. Record, so – so that reckless nature of his, which is is phenomenal to watch from a fan perspective. But that's his game, though. That's, 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 his, problem. that's his game. But from a business standpoint, am I giving you – I'm not giving you Deshaun Watson money. You may not be there at the end to see it. Okay, and then D. we're on the hook. Okay, we're on the D. hook for this money. Well, think about this then. Okay, then. How about I not play that type, that style of game and you just get a generic Lamar? That's fine. Then we'll build our offense around a generic Lamar. Then that I don't know. I don't know if ge- generic Lamar is he worth that then? Well enough. Yes, is he worth that then, from a production standpoint, to pay him though? Like this, like this is like this is like he's worth he's worth to be paid one of the top quarterbacks in the league. Here's the other yeah. other part of this guy. But that that nature makes him susceptible to not being there to finish that contract. It, but it also does. makes him. The franchise quarterback that he is. This is like Jalen Hurts. It. I understand this it. Like but, from a, but from a business perspective, I have to look at, at this objectively. I don't want my franchise guy sitting on the bench and I'm paying him $45 million. Now, now that's not a him. knock against him. That's not a knock. I'm not knocking him for a style of play. I love his style of play. I can't wait to watch a Lamar Jackson play. But you see, you but, can't say that then. You can't say that because his style of play in which he's dynamic. It's when he's out there playing in reckless abandonment. When he's out there playing the game in which he's going to get in first downs and running the way he runs. Okay. You can't act. You can't say, all right, I want you to go out there and lead my franchise and go out there and play to the best of your ability. But then you'd be like, all right, well, don't get hurt. I it's, just it's said. so tough. You know what I, I'm It is. I just said I believe he should be one of the top paid quarterbacks in the game. Absolutely. But when I look at the numbers – He's missed nine games over the last nine plus games over the last two seasons. And I just pulled up, okay, what what are we getting from Lamar? Okay, 2021. He has 16 touchdowns and 13 interceptions. Yeah. Wow. He, he doesn't throw He's not a great thrower. He's not. No. Um, no, that's where that's a that's the difference between him and Jalen. Jalen's okay. a better passer. And the All other right. thing is, guys, you know it's all about leverage. Mm-hmm. 
do we know that the teams are really going to like knocking down his door to give him the, these these kind of insane contract? I don't know that they are. Well, let me let me say this then. All right, all right. When I look at Lamar, and I look the team he's on, how many games did win last year? Who? The uh, the the Ravens. Baltimore last year, eight, they ended eight? up winning uh, ten games, ten and seven. Oh, ten, ten and seven. And he and won he all won the games, right? No, they won no. some without him. They won some without him. They lost their last two, but they won some yeah. without him. Well, I'm going to tell you this. The games they – he won more games for them. Yes. And you have to compensate him for that aspect of it. He wins more games if he's on the field. Yes. He wills yeah. those games yeah. that they win. Sometimes he's doing it by his damn self. And yep. that's where that's where the problem is also. Yeah, they haven't given him enough weapons. I agree. They he's got a great tight end. He's and he's done yeah. all of it by himself. Yeah. I agree with you 100%. They haven't had a running game with a running yep. back. Offensive line. Well, the sucked. running backs were hurt. Yeah, the top three running backs were hurt. Yeah. And they never had, they never, they never were able to to play at that level. The team wasn't able to play at that level because they didn't have a run. Their receivers suck. Hollywood Brown sucks. Yes. You know what I'm saying? He sucks. Who else was he throwing to? DJ has got hurt. Yeah, he, he, his, they have let yeah. him down in terms of receivers. Absolutely. No but they're still around the playoff conversation because of yeah. his play. Yeah. Yes. And and I'll sit and I agree with you 100%. I will sit in the managerial chair again and say this. I don't want a Carson Wentz situation. I don't know. I do That's not it. want a Carson Wentz situation. I do not want to be stuck with a thirty or forty million dollar uh, dark cloud cap umbrella over my head if he oh. cannot play if he's not on the field. What is I'm that? Show this, y'all. Can you what see it? That? Oh, we got an odd Yeah, my mom got this for me. And so it is. Big B, they want to what? That's cool. Thanks, like mom. That. That's awesome, Mama yeah. Brooks. You got to yes. you got to wear that bad boy, Barry. I am. Yeah. I was gonna wear it today, man, but I got caught up because I was cutting my hair and I had to grab some real fast. So I got, yeah, bro, I got out the shower, jumped yeah. out, cut my hair and everything. It took me like ten minutes. I love it. Do, is that on, is that on the front of the shirt or the back? Front. All right. Because when I go buy when I when I buy a lot of t shirts with like characters, you know, you you get you see a lot of them that you really like, but I won't buy them because it's on the back. I want all my stuff. Yeah, a lot of shirts. That, I don't know why companies do this. They put it on the back instead of the front. Yeah. Well, they want yeah. just their logo, like on a you know, like yeah, the little bitty logo. I don't care about your logo. Put the put the saying or put the picture, whether it's a biology, <laughs> whatever, on the front. I don't want to see it on the back. So that stops me from buying a lot of stuff like that. Barry, you had that shirt on, I and that's a big shirt, man. It covered the whole screen, bro. I know. I that's know. a big shirt. Hey, he's skinny, Barry. Yeah. <laughs> He no no he's working towards skinny bear. Yeah, pimp size bear. I gotta get. What's, this what's your bear. target? What's your target again? Be pimp size. What is pimp size? Now pimp size to me is different than pimp size to you, or Rob. Now pimp size to Rob is like one hundred and thirty pounds. Pimp <laughs> size to me is I'll like get below three hundred. Two ten. If I get to two ten, I'm pimp size. I want to be below three hundred. I've below been three. I've been below three hundred since. Did you say below? I thought you said close to three hundred. Oh, below three hundred. Okay. So I got wow. a lot of work to do. Now, when did you start this process? About a month ago. And how many pounds have you lost so far? A little under eighteen. Good for you. Wow. A month and a half ago. That's a good start. Yeah. Wow. Which means you got to buy a whole new wardrobe if you get under three hundred. Got to. Got Woo. to. You'll be able to you no, I was gonna say you can't. Yeah, look, look, tone some awesome, tone some awesome. Sheesh, he's 230 pounds. Yeah, you are a wee little lad. 
wee wee little lad. I uh, when I first I got to college, I was two hundred thirty pounds, two hundred thirty five pounds when I first got. To That's college. all you were when you got. Yeah, I, I was a defensive end. Hold on, man. Tony ain't no two thirty. Uh, he, he is trying to sell it, ain't yeah, he? Yeah, he's not. Bro, you ain't, Tony, you ain't no. Tony is more close. Now to think about you, ain't no yeah. damn two thirty. No, Rob, what do you weigh, Rob? One sixty five. Uh, yeah, ish, ish. Yeah, Tony is Rob size, dude. He ain't no two thirty. I was. He born. said six foot two thirty. He ain't no no. Six I was foot born Rob size. I'm t- I'm five ten and a half, two twenty five. There ain't no way he's two thirty. Ain't no way. Yeah, on ain't no way you six foot either. I said five ten and a half, bro. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, that was just that was. I just read told. I'm sorry, I read told. He said he's six. I'm like, what? You you what? You dislike? Oh no, it's hard. Like I can't remember. Well, we've done stuff. We've done remotes with Tone, but I'm trying to. Re- I, I don't remember how tall Tone is. He, he's a little taller than, than you. I don't what, think so. Whatever he says, I, I don't ain't think no so. way in the world he's no 230 pounds. <laughs> no, ain't no way in the world he's six foot either. His hair might be buck ninety, but that's oh, about it. <laughs> now, now it's coming out. Like his shoulders, look his shoulders. Somebody's five ten, but his head he goes up. Somebody's six foot. Uh, look at the head. Well, you know I'm saying no five ten. What? What? Oh my god. What uh, you talking about? What you talking about, Willis? All right, let's. Uh, yeah, and by the uh, way, uh, prayers up for for our guy Danny, who's uh, who's. Going through some some family stuff with that that explosion in uh, Reading, so oh, thank you, Danny, man. Absolutely, Danny, and everybody man. involved, wow. man. Uh, yes. Good dude, yes. good dude. Served our served our uh, our country for a long, long time, and we appreciate that. So, oh, and also everybody in Philly, yeah, be careful, man. Don't drink the water, man. It's, yes. it's alert out right yeah, now. That you can't that? drink water. Yeah. What's up with that, man? What's going on? You that's see scotch, that's more scotch right there, or or, is, or, or vodka right there. <laughs> yeah, no, Trump. they put out this alert saying, you know, don't drink the water because of there was a, a chemical spill. And what? then, well, at first they did, and then they said it's okay to. Dr-. This was yesterday, and then they said it's okay to drink. Uh, well, f- you know, for a couple days at least, it's like you only be you only be glowing. No, uh-uh. yeah, but you know, you're starting to see this in a lot of cities around the country, man. They put these uh, 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 SOSs out: don't drink the water. I'm like, what? Uh, Tone said it was a latex chemical spill. Yeah, and it doesn't what? affect the 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 surrounding counties, um, but in the Philadelphia area. But it does uh, it does the Philadelphia the PGW and 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 Philly Gas Works. See, that's what, that's why you got to come to Delaware. Good old clean water. Good old stream latex right. hot water. So, if, look, you, if you if you if you ate white castles, you wouldn't have to worry about it because yeah, none of that be, stuff affects you. Your, 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 your system would be ironclad. <laughs> You got a coding oh, in his stomach for the next millennium. Oh my god! All right, let's uh, <laughs> l- let's hit it, and let's come back. We'll do some Eagles talk. We'll, look, we're not done with this Lamar Jackson stuff because this is a uh, there's there's permutations off of this because here's the thing. Right now, Baltimore sits there at 22 in the draft. If in fact this thing goes down and Lamar's not a Raven next year. What does that mean for them? Do they try and move up and get one of these guys? Could the Eagles, you know, the Eagles are a, could be a pivot spot for them at ten. Yep, maybe exactly. trade with. There's a lot of things that, that could go on here with this thing. So hey, let, let me just defend us for a second. I'm looking at this comment from Philly D. Said I like all three guys here, but wish they interact with the chat. Well, Philly D, you must be new to our format because we are constantly interacting with the chat. Uh, we will not acknowledge anything that is derogatory or just plain dumb and i'm not saying you i'm just saying in general we don't acknowledge anything like that we always interact with the chat as a matter of fact daily whether it's rob or me we will tell the chat 
you know, when we get to certain segments, if you ask a legitimate question, we will try to answer some of them. We cannot answer all of them because of time restraints, but we will try to answer some of them. So, Philly D, I'm here to let you know we see all the comments. A lot of times we don't comment on them because most of them are jaw-jacking with each other, but we do acknowledge pertinent comments. Mm-hmm. So, there yeah. you go. Well said, well said. Uh, all right, we'll get a quickie in here, and we'll continue. We'll do some Eagle stuff. So, what do we want to do with the Eagles? We're going to kind of look at the ledger here. Addition, subtractions um guys who stayed all things equal at the end of the day are they better worse the same than they were at this point when the season ended okay so we'll kind of look dig into that knowing there's a lot to go here with the draft and and still free agency and all that kind of stuff so we'll do that when we come back don't go anywhere that's Derek that's Barrett I'm Rob we are sports take Jacob Sports YouTube Network all right it's 12 30 ish Feel a little hungry? Yeah, I am too. How about Bravo Pizza in Havertown? I went there Friday, got my usual, and crushed it. In fact, I saved a couple of slices, which I may be dipping into today. Uh, it, it is the absolute best. I've been going there since I was a kid. I mean, literally. They, they have been family-owned since 1985. You got Alex. You got the entire crew, and they're open seven days a week, and the food is fresh. It's made fresh daily. It's not stuff sitting under that heat lamp. And you bite into it and you're like, what is this? No, it is fresh. It is unbelievable. They have 20 different styles of pizza that they make. They have slices, pizzas to go, et cetera. But the great thing is, and I, I love the upside down, but the great thing is also you could call up with a request for a certain style of pizza and they will make it. That's right. Specialized pizza your way. But it's not just pizza at Bravo Pizza of Havertown. It is fresh pasta, it is sandwiches, it is wraps, it is wings, it is salads, you name it. And the other great thing is Bravo Pizza is all about the community. They have fundraisers for charities, for schools, little leagues, proceeds, go to those organizations. I've seen it up close and personal because I live not far from there and I know how they benefit a lot of, you know, whether it's a, your, your friendly, your neighborhood little league or your school or whatever the case may be. You could follow them uh, on Instagram and Facebook at the Bravo Pizza of Havertown. All right. That's where you can find out what the specials are, what some of the promotions, you want to look at a menu, all that good stuff. 1305 Westchester Pike in the Manoa Shopping Center in Havertown. 1305 Westchester Pike, Manoa Shopping Center, Havertown. Give them a call right now. 610-446-3810. 610-446-3810. Bravo Pizza of Havertown. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. Imagine for a moment that you went to work today, and when you came home, you were catastrophically injured. Your life and your family's life. That's what happened to union construction worker Mike Little. I was scared of what the end was going to be, but to be 100% honest with you, I knew I was going to be all right just by talking with Brian. In my heart, I just knew everything was going to be all right. Call the firm and find out why they say... We got this. Call 215-458-2222. Heading down the shore. Have a ball once more. Here, imaginations run wild and time stands still. 
because here you can find the best of the Jersey Shore all on one five-mile island. So leave the old you behind and get lost in the woods. Wild, wild, wild My name is uh, Fran Salerno. I'm a managing director here at DelVal Insurance Group. Been in the business for over 36 years, saving people money on their insurance needs. Give us a call. Let us help you custom design an insurance plan that meets both your needs and budget. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. All right, what's up, everybody? Stop, stop it. Come stop on, man. Come stop on. It. Stop it. It's Derek. That's Barrett. I'm Rob. Hi. Hi, everybody. Uh, hanging out with you on this Monday. How about, believe it or not, Saturday, we're into April. Uh, I know. Wow. I know. Right. Yeah. That's right around the corner. I mean, amazing. Right the um, so, anyway, uh, a couple things to hit here. So looking at the Eagles and looking at the uh, the ledger, if you will, and posing the question, are they better, worse, or the same? So let's go through it. Let, let's start with who they kept. Bradbury's back. Brandon Graham's back. Fletcher Cox is back. I'm going to put Slay in this category, even though he had a year left on his deal because they extended him. And there was the chance that he was going to go bye-bye. Okay. That's the, the, the headliners that they kept. Right. Am I missing anybody? Mm, no. All right. So those guys are back. The big names that left: Hargrave, mm. CJGJ, TJ Edwards, uh, Marcus Epps, Isaac Sayamalo, Miles Sanders. I'll throw Dillard in there, and I'll throw Kaiser White in there. Yep. Any 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 other names? Big names. Mm. You said TJ Edwards, correct? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh uh, no. All right. So uh, the, oh, oh, but then the receiver. For- from uh, the Colts. Pascal, pa- Pascal, Pascal. Zach Pascal, right. yes. All right, so the, so you have those two sides of it. Now let let's go to people they brought in, the additions that they made. Um, they bring in uh, Terrell Edmonds from the Steelers, mm-hmm. Rashad Penny, mm-hmm. uh, Nicholas Morrow, the the linebacker from the Bears, Greedy Williams, uh, corner safety, Justin Ed- Evans, a safety as well. Any other significant additions? That's the order of which I I say is is is, is an um 
of importance bringing people in. That's that's the order I would put it in right there. All right. So when you take all of that in total on balance, are they better, worse, the same? <sighs> I'm gonna say, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna go with the same. I think they stay status quo because they brought in some people that can help. And the guy that I would say, I would say Dillard, we don't have a replacement for Dillard. Um, we don't have a replacement for, for CJ, GJ, yep. whatever his name is. Mm -hmm. I forgot his name already. That's terrible, huh? Um, those are the two guys I would say we don't have a replacement for those two. Cause I mean, we don't have a backup swing tackle unless you say J Driscoll Driscoll's our backup swift tackle. But I think he's still in with, um, with, um, as far as a guy to come in at the right guard position and, and compete for the white guard, guard position. I think we'll be pretty strong at that position. We don't have swing tackle, but I'll say at the safety position, we upgraded um, at one safety with Terrell Edmonds. If you say he takes over F spot, but I think he's more a CJGJ um, guy, anyways. So I mean, to me, it's a toss up. Be, you know, with if you go CJGJ for 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 Terrell Edmonds, I'm gonna say Terrell is the better player. Really. Yes, I'm gonna say he's the better player because wow. he played the position longer. He played the position longer. Number one, huh. he knows what he's doing. Uh, I, you know what? I'm gonna tell you the truth. I think he ends up playing. I, I think CJ DJ ends up playing slot and not safety from this point on. So you think he goes back to slot? Yeah, he goes back to slot. He didn't really see. People don't realize how. Yes, he had six interceptions. We see the six interceptions. We think, all right, he's a game changer. But he was just starting to get where his run fits were in the defense, where he really fit in in the defense. Yeah. He was very uh, opportunistic. Yeah. Yes, he was. You know what I'm saying? He had some great plays in which he was there to make a play. Yes, he had six interceptions. But a lot of the time, he wasn't there for his run fits, and he ran the ball. It wasn't just the guys up front. It was also where a safety was supposed to put their head in and, and, and sneak in. Edmonds is a real bona fide safety that's legitimate in his front fits legitimate tackler can cover he's the total package in a, in a, in, a, in a safety so if you put those two together right now at their, at their at their career he's the better safety period in fact i don't even think it's close upside upside so, you got a consistent player he he'll be more along the lines of what you're gonna get from, from a Malcolm Jenkins. Okay, you'll get him more production as almost like a Malcolm Jenkins from him. I, I guess where I'm at, I think they're a little worse. Um, but we're still pretty early in the process. You lost 11 sacks with Hargrave, and I don't know right now if Jordan Davis. And or, and or Milton Williams, if you're asking to do more, can do more. I don't know. It's it's really more of an unknown thing. It doesn't mean it can't happen. But I don't know Nicobe Dean and Morrow are going to be. And granted, Kaiser White turned out to be just kind of a guy, if we're being honest. Who? 
Ooh, how soon we forget. He was okay. Eh, eh. I'm not. I wasn't. I wasn't really moved by him. Tell you the truth, I like T.J. Edwards, and I think he's he'll be missed. He's definitely missed. He will definitely be. But we got somebody that potential potentially could play along the same lines, the same level as him, and 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 um Dean, Nicobe Dean, Nicobe Dean is is a really good player and he'll be a really good player in the NFL. He was a great player in college. I still think he'll be a really good player at the NFL level. We just have to realize what he is. He's 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 going to play at a high level, man. He's going to play at a high level and I, I not to say that TJ Edwards can be just, you know, just just just, you know, it's not like he's just we're saying he didn't, you know, he wasn't great. He was good. But I think Dean could be just as good. Put it like that. Okay. All right. Well, we'll, we'll see. Like I, I just think uh, generally you've taken a bit of a step back, but if you draft well and get impact draft players and these dudes can play who are already here, it's different. But as I sit here right now, I'm just on paper. I think you're a little less with, with, with losing, especially Hargrave and CJGJ. And here's the other thing. Can Rashad Penny stay healthy? We're just talking about we're just talking about production, though. If we're talking about a production, yeah, from a production standpoint, you don't think that Rashad Penny? I think he has a higher upside than than Sanders does. Absolutely, I, I'm, I'm I'm just and I'm not saying this because they're gone now. This has nothing to do. I love the player. Yeah, T.J. Edwards is was my dude. I mm-hmm. love the player. You know, uh, uh, Sanders, his potential. We we tended to talk a lot about potential until this year. Yeah. This year he showed what potential meets hard work and being healthy uh, equates to. He made it happen this year. You know, it was a contract year. Most NFL players do that. But when we talk about Miles Sanders in his four years here, we talk more about potential than anything. I think with Shaw Penny being healthy, <clears throat> it's more than just potential. We're going to get proven product. We're going to have a different commodity with his playing style and the way he is a player. Because there's too many ifs and buts as we sit here today in late March, I have to put it in a category of I think this team is a little bit worse than it is better. And it starts with the revamped defensive coaching staff to me. We don't know if if, 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 um, this size – style of defense is conducive to getting the maximum effort out of these players that he's going to be working with. I always said that when, when Mike Tomlin gets rid of a defensive player, why, you know, because they take pride, they have for decades take pride in their defense in Pittsburgh. And when they identify you are a player that can help them be as good consistently as they want to be and help others around you, they don't get rid of you. They find a way. You know, obviously you can't keep everybody because you have so many contracts to come up at the same time. But when it comes to the defense, especially cornerbacks and DBs and linebackers, Pittsburgh doesn't just let you go for any reason. You know, um, w- will the two mesh, the new revamped coaching, uh, coaching staff on the defense and the players they will be working with Rashad Penny. There's no question about it. I think, He's a tougher back than Miles Sanders, puts his foot in the ground, turns up, goes, uh, breaks tackles, so on and so forth. But because we don't know 
if he can stay healthy. If there's a team that could keep him healthy, we have to say the Eagles, considering they had all 22 starters available for the Super Bowl, which is unheard of. Right. Even the players that were nicked up, they found a way to get get them back in that lineup when it counted most. But because of Rashad Penny's history, I have to put him in that if category also. So because of that, we still need a safety also. And that's not to say how he may not make another move before it's all said and done, because there's some interesting safeties out there. Yeah, we're going to go through some of the best yeah, creations. But as though. we see there right now, I said they're a little bit better or worse because it's such a big mystery in terms of how will it mesh moving forward. Um, see, I this is we we this is the first time I, I may say I, I have to disagree with you on that one because that's all we're looking at right now is potential. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But when I look at the roster, just like what you say with 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 um with Edmonds. I think the reason why they let him go, just from when me talking with my sources, um, when I talk to him, it's not like they didn't want to sign him back. They didn't sign him back because they're paying Minka Fitzpatrick top money. Mm-hmm. I mean, top, top money. He's one of the highest paid safeties in the, in the NFL right now. They just worked his deal out last year. I think he was just a casualty of the cap is the only reason why he's not there. That in which they have a um, they have a guy that you know that played a lot too. Uh, Demonte um, Kazee, remember him? Kazee mm-hmm. used to be he used to play corner, but they moved him to safety, and you know he played pretty well. And they also signed Patrick Peterson mm-hmm. to their roster, so they had no more money in the secondary to give. That's the only reason why they didn't sign him back. They were going to sign him back, they just didn't have enough, you know, to, to sign him back. As for you know, the linebacker position, TJ Edwards, he left because he wanted to go home. Absolutely. Um, Epps, <laughs> I think Epps just wanted to sprout his wings. You know what I'm saying? He was, you know, he was tired of playing under the notion that all right, he's a good player, but he can go somewhere and really, you know, spread his wings and, and play play now and be, you know, rewarded for, you know, what he was what they deem as though he wasn't worth at the time. You know what I'm saying? So, Reed Blankenship, he better be able to play. They put a lot of stake with him. You know but that's I mean? an if. Yeah. If. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Marcus Epps, Marcus Epps saw the bright lights of Vegas. He's a young kid, saw the bright lights of Vegas, wanted to go to Vegas. I, I get that. But I'm just saying they still need a safety. Um, we don't know for sure if Edmonds can come in here. Will Edmonds come in here and be CJ and, and Wallace all? Or will he be Kazir White? who we all raved about early in the season. And as Rob just said, just a few moments ago, he turned out to be just a player. So well, we don't I'm, know. I'm, in this yeah, system, you're right. We don't know. I hope he didn't turn out like a, like a Harris. Cause Harris there came you in go. and played very average. I there was like, go. damn, why did they let him go from Minnesota? I see why they let him and the board. The, uh, remember the linebacker from Minnesota? <sighs> he had me all, he oh, had me yeah. full, oh. man. Um, Eric. He came. Yeah. Eric Wilson. Wilson. Yeah. He got the tongue muscle, you know. He I couldn't changed. play a little bit. I mean, hey, I changed my diet. I became a vegan, you know. Yeah, okay. I'm all eating all plant based, and you know, I'm I'm taking ninjutsu and and and, and samurai swords, playing on Mediterranean my, diet. <laughs> I'm like, what? I say, bruh, the way you playing, you better go back to eating beef. I mean, mm-hmm. walk, yeah, what, what, whatever you need to, you know, change in your diet, bring it back because you played horribly. And, and, and let's face it, a lot of players are system players. They right. excel in one system 
and, and flounder in another system. And that's Absolutely. why I said, I don't know. We don't know what Deshaun Desai's system is and how he's going to well, integrate. That's the biggest thing player. right there. Yeah. You're right. That's the biggest thing right there. Know. I mean, hey, uh, all I'm going to say is this. Please, 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 Robert, don't get him out of here. You know, Robert will get you out of here. Who do you want? Who am I not getting out of here? Desai. <laughs> oh, Desai. No, I'm. I'm... <laughs> I have an open mind. Look, I, look, I try. I try to keep Gannon here. I, you know, I'm not. I'm. You know, nobody else wanted him. Uh, no, but I. I the, let me ask you guys this: As we see, I know we're we got a long way to go here. I don't think that Blankenship is going to be one of the starting safeties. I think mm. he's going to be a. I think he's going to be a depth special teamer. I think there's going to be another safety addition, some mm. way, shape, or form. I feel like it's going to be Edmonds and somebody else starting but everybody's screaming everybody's screaming you know read blankenship this read blankenship that i mean he played he played all right you know what i'm saying but it was was a lot of things they couldn't run because he was there Mm -hmm. and people don't understand that you know they they had to you know they had to dumb down a lot of stuff you know because he's a rookie you know what i'm saying he didn't really understand what he was doing out there you know that's a lot of the times what happened you know even even in the dallas game you know when you have young guys out there you can't really, you can't really put them in the positions where you you're asking to play in um, a system in which you know you got to know this to, to combat that. You know, what I'm saying that's what happened with the third and thirty. You had you know young guy playing safety out there, supposed to be a cornerback, and he didn't play the deep you know the deep third, and you know then you have a veteran corner you know sitting <clears> down. <throat> you're not supposed to be sitting down. You're supposed to be you know hauling ass you know following the guy. You know it, it, those things happen, but. I mean, I think everybody's stuck on Reed being a starter. Maybe he'll emerge by the time training I, camp is all said and done. Yeah, you I don't know. So. I mean, but, I but there, so. do you, where do you fall on this? So you think they're the same, they're worse, they're better? You said better. No, you. Uh, Who, me? You, you, Derek, yeah. Oh, I said, I said I think they're a little worse right okay. now because of all the ifs and buts that we've just gone over. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> there's so many. There's so many gray areas in terms of what are we getting in his revamped coaching staff? <clears throat> How will these pieces be integrated into, and I'm hoping Sean Desai has a scheme and not a philosophy like his predecessor had. Okay. Um, we don't know. We, we have no idea. It could be better than what Gannon had. It could be worse. It could, we've seen that happen. New guy comes in. What you had is worse than what you put on the field the previous season. I, I can't sit here and say they're better. They, they, their linebacking situation is a big question mark. Nicobe Dean, I agree. Potential. Jordan Davis, I agree. Potential. But you've got to step up and replace Javon Hargrave, who gave you exceptional play. You know, you've got to step, step up as a linebacker and, and, and replace what T.J. Edwards contributed in terms of being the brains of that machine working on defense. Okay. Potential is great. Now you got to do it. Yeah. And let's face it, we see a lot of players that make that transition from the college ranks, being all pro, um, uh, all Americans and stuff in college, and don't equal that in the pros. Mm-hmm. It's based on who you're playing under. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I don't know enough about the side to say that he's the guy. I don't know. I, yeah, hope, well, I'm, I hope I know about a midseason. Well, let me ask you, Rob, this. Can I ask you guys this question? Yeah. With the with who they have out there on the field right now, the mm-hmm. players, not the system, the players. 
do you think they could feel the competitive defense? Absolutely. Yes. yes definitely. Absolutely. Definitely competitive defense. I, I think they could feel a good, solid defense. I, I think they're they're definitely going to be carried by their offense more than their defense. But I think yes. they can be. I mean, you're still you still have a good pass rush, even though you lost Hargrave. You still have a good pass rush. I, I think you've your corners are still really good. I mean, there's no denying that. I think you, you, you're, and that includes your slot corner and Devontae Maddox, depending on what happens there, um, where he where he plays. But I think, you know, they've they've made themselves better at safety than they were a week ago with the Edmonds addition. Yeah, I, I think this it's a solid defense. It went from being at times a dominating defense last year. I don't know that you're going to be able to get back to that level, but I think I think pretty good. If if yeah. you if they don't add another free agent. And another free agent. I think with the personnel that we're looking at on this roster right now will be at least a top 15 defense overall and top 10 in QB sacks overall right so now. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm looking at like Tyler with a, a Bolich, B-O-L-I-C-H yeah. stream. He said, Hey Rob, what about drafting Brian branch from Alabama? If you want to see JGJ, I, you're going I, in the right direction with I, him. I like Brian branch. Yeah. <laughs> me too. Me too. A lot, you know, but is he around? If he's he's a second round guy, second yeah. Round I mean, second is, is he here? Here's where he could be a candidate. I think if you trade down out of that thirty spot and grab him wherever you end up, maybe. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. And if you have a, tom- a dominant offense, you don't need. History has shown you don't need a dominant defense to get to the big show. Ah, da, da. If you go back and look over the last 10, 15 years of teams that have gotten to the Super Bowl, they all didn't have dominant defenses, but they had electric offenses. Right. You know, um, that narrative has changed that, you know, offenses get you in the headlines of defenses when you championships. Um, defense, if you play consistently okay, but you have a top flight offense, you can get to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. You've seen that happen time and time again. So with this, that's why I said with this personnel we have on paper right now for the Eagles, um, if they can just hold it down, if they can just hold it down and get strategic key stops, whether it's third and short, interception, uh, pass batted down, and let the offense take the field and do their thing, they will win more games than they will lose. But the level of competition they have to navigate through in 2023 is stiffer than what they had to go through in That's, 2022. Yeah, they're the other big, things, regardless yeah. of roster, is the schedule is going to be harder. Yep. Uh, generally, um, I think not that they didn't sneak up on anybody necessarily, but you're really going to be hunting it this year. You're, you're the champion of your, of your conference. So you're going to be, you're going to be the bullseye team every single week. So, yep. and the division's pretty good. You know, you don't have any layups in the division, Washington, New York, Dallas, you don't get any breaks. You know, you're, you're not playing in no, one of these other garbage no. divisions where you, you have a couple automatic wins. It's, nothing's automatic with this. Uh, and there it is right there. Nothing's automatic. And with the NFC being what it is and you have the best quarterback, you know, just things just look good for you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Things definitely look good for you. You know, you, you, you are in a position where it's a good thing you're on the NFC side because it's a much, much easier road trying to tread through those waters than to tread through the AFC. Put it like that. Yeah. Well said. Well said. And then look, with these owners' meetings, that's typically when there's some conversations had, whether that's draft night trades, uh, you know, like A.J. Brown last year, or whether that's you know moving up, down from the draft, you know, potentially a trade. There's a lot of different things that could happen, but this is the the, the sort of germ where a lot of this comes from uh, is this week where, where they are in Arizona right now having the meeting. So 
uh, be interesting to see what ends up happening here. If some, if, even if it's something we don't know about right now, the draft's not that far away. Nope. Like I said, we're almost in April. So you're talking about a month away ish. Right. Give or take. So we're pretty close, you know, that's for sure. And, and look, I, I think the other thing, one of the advantages you have with this Eagles team is I, from a continuity and a talent standpoint, offensively, you're going to be nasty. You're bringing Brad, you know, Brian Johnson sticks around. So you're, you're elevating him, but a guy who's already been in the system and you have Jalen hurts and you have, if Rashad Penny stays healthy, you know, a, a running back who's going to get you five yards per carry with great receivers and a great tight end. And your offensive line for the most part came back intact. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're all good things. These mm-hmm. are all really good things. Mm-hmm. And in that league, you better be able to score period. Like mm-hmm. you, yes, defense is great, but you better be able to score. Oh, there's no no question about it. This team, this offense can accidentally score 28 points a game. They accidentally score 28 to 30 points a game. That will get them more W's than L's. You know, will they win 14 games again this year? I don't know with this schedule, but uh, they should still be right there in that division. As close as that division, the other three teams are slowly creeping up on them. Yeah. As close as that division will be, they still have the overall better talent that should walk away with a division title and break that drought of a no NFC East team winning back-to-back division titles over the last decade plus. Yep. Um, so I feel confident about where they are right now structurally, but there have been so many changes to it, especially on defense. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how quickly it can come together, how well the defense can complement that offense. Yep. Well, yeah. I'm 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 just I'm just gonna give you my top five. You know, I'll, you guys can give later after we come back from break. But my top five needs for the Eagles right now: right. number one, inside linebacker. Yep. Number two, safety. Yep. Number three, swing tackle. No, number three, third wide receiver. I, that's a great list. Uh, hard well, to well, hold on. Oh, sorry. One more, and then um, swing tackles number four, mm-hmm. and number five. We need a damn punter. Yes. We haven't talked about that at all. Yes. <laughs> right. And I don't know, like, I almost rather they go like the veteran punter route than, than some free agent signee rookie or something like that. I, I'm, I'm nervous about that. You want to sign, sign a guy like this is money. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to go through this again. Like if I could, if I could square up my, my punt game, I already know my kicker's good. Um, you know, that like they got away with a lot of stuff during the regular season. They did. They got away with a bad punter and for the most part, a bad return game Absolutely. most of the year. Yep. And, and it bit them in the biggest game. Crappy punt, awful coverage on it. You know, and, and the returns were okay. Actually, what's his name? Covey had an okay return in the, in the Super Bowl. But anyway, you can upgrade all those positions. Okay. You can, you can do way better at punt returner. Way better at punter, and your coverage units have to be way better. Well, well, not to burst your hopeful bubble, but I'm looking at the list of free agent punters right now. You have Andy Lee of the Cardinal, who's 41. Do you want him? No. You have Thomas Morstead of the Dolphins, who's 37. <laughs> Brett Kern was 37. Okay. Um, I know to that. Okay. You have the Patriots, Michael uh, Pallardy. He's 31. And then you have Matt Hawk of the Colts, who's 29. Those are the veteran punters who are free agents right now. None of them on this list really make me jump for joy. So where are you going to get them? A guy who's been sitting home for a couple of years waiting for his next shot in the NFL, college ranks, where are you going to get them from? I don't know. Uh, yeah. 
I'm sorry to burst you guys' bubble, but I, I, I've seen everybody just forgot about the woes we had with that. Yeah, no, it's real. It's hey, very just real. keep just keep sucking. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, we're not doing that. Sippos. <laughs> Yeah, suck up, suppose whatever heck his name is. <laughs> Probably be better off nicknamed suck up. Well, suck. suck up because he, he had to suck up to somebody to keep that job. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's, I it's, you know what? I, there, I don't know dude. what I want. I don't know if I want to drink one of those freaking washed up guys, or I don't know what I want at this point. You, I want somebody you draft else. Draft a young leg. If you don't get it, if you don't get any more draft picks, can you afford to use one of your six picks? To draft a punt. No, no. But he, here's what's going to be interesting. I, and I'm not saying this for the Eagles, but it's going to be interesting. The the murder leg guy, the, the Arizona the the, the San, remember his San Diego State guy? Remember him? Yeah. Oh yeah. He's out there. Uh, you know, I don't I don't, I don't know. know what I don't know what went down, but I know he wasn't proven guilty. I'm just telling you. Someone's gonna sign that dude because yep. he can he can punt. So I don't know. I've that's thought, not, that's not like Howie Roseman punt. Yeah, yeah, that's like that's not like a Howie Roseman signing. So yeah, we, we our locker room could 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 take that. Yeah, and so just keep that get that guy in mind, Azaria. Um, keep that in mind. Uh, we'll see what happens there. All right, let's come back. Uh, we'll continue with the Eagles talk, and we'll dip into some Phillies too, as they are really close, guys. Uh, only a few more exhibition games. They made some decisions on the roster. Uh, Aaron Nola trade uh, negotiation talks have broken off, so there's definitely some uh, some Philly stuff going on. We got a huge Sixers game tonight. Sixers Nuggets Embiid against the Joker, um, and some Embiid comments too that maybe he's running out of gas a little bit is concerning. So we'll do all that when we come back. Don't go anywhere. Derek Barrett, Rob Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network on this beautiful Monday. Let's talk about Jim Murray and Principal Financial Group because guess what? Knowing who to trust with your finances is huge you work way too hard not to set yourself and your family up you know down the line and, and yeah they could be in real time as well but i can tell you from personal experience that jim murray and principal financial group they are people that i trust whether it's retirement planning 401k review insurance review you might have a small business you're trying to get your employee benefits set up it's another resource that jim can help you with i know personally i've entrusted my ira my 401k rollovers with jim and it was seamless. It really was. I couldn't be any happier. Give him a call. 610-996-4751. 610-996-4751. Or uh, you could try him via email. Murray, M-U-R-R-A-Y dot Jim at principal.com. That's Murray dot Jim at principal.com. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. I get scared sometimes. Of a lot of things. Joining in. Decisions. The dark. The dark. But I once heard someone say. But as I always say. It's okay to be afraid. As long as you face the fear. And keep moving forward. Wherever you are in life, count on the name trusted in insurance for over 80 years. Independence Blue Cross. Is the best vacation one that you find? 
or one you get lost in. One that takes you to new heights or reminds you to go with the flow. To get your feet wet and your wheels spinning. One that lets you find your own rhythm or get carried away. Find the best of yourself. Get lost in the woods. Plan your stay in the Wildwoods today. Plan your day with confidence. Keep the umbrellas on hand. With action news and AccuWeather. Numerous tornadoes. Your go-to team when severe weather strikes. The water is still rising. Keeping you prepared wherever you watch. Action news and AccuWeather. The team you trust. We all know that taxes are just part of life. It's true during our working years, but also in retirement. But what you might not know is up to 85% of your Social Security benefits might be taxed. Our team at Thrive Financial has helped retire thousands of people across the Delaware Valley by asking questions they never knew they needed to ask, including how their Social Security benefits might be taxed. It's time to be proactive on taxes. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. What's up, everybody? Thanks for hanging out with us on this Monday. That's Derek. That's Barrett. I'm Rob. We're Sports Tech. Tell a friend. Let's hit the like button. Boom. Smash it. Let's do that today as well. We're just discussing the Eagles and kind of just looking at both sides of the ledger when you take everything into account, addition, subtractions, guys who stayed, you know, kind of where they are uh, right now and if they are better or worse than they were last year. All right. Let's sneak in a little Phillies here, guys, because it gets real on Thursday. Uh, that is their season opener. The news over the weekend was Aaron Nola and the Phillies had been discussing a long-term extension and those talks broke off and Dave Dombrowski was very, you know, upfront about it and said, look, we love Aaron, um, but we, you, you get to a point in negotiations where you feel like you're kind of spinning your wheels. And we both parties decided let's pull back. Aaron wants to concentrate on the season. We don't feel like we're making any head headway here. So we're going to step away from this thing. So he turns 30 in June, guys. Uh, last year, 325 ERA, 0.96 whip. That's walks, hits, innings pitched. 235 strikeouts to just 29 walks. That's an insane ratio. Insane. Uh, Crazy. Woof. 32 starts. Guys, he hasn't missed a start since 2017. So you're talking about a guy who you know whatever else is going on, he's taking the ball every fifth day, and he's going to show up for you. And he's going to eat a lot of innings for you. Is he perfect? No. Is he Zach Wheeler? No. But he's a, he's still a damn good pitcher. That, this is a little troubling. I, I was thinking they were probably going to be able to get this thing done, but obviously not. He might walk at the end of the year. Well, <clears throat> I mean, they, they have a lot of people walk at the end of this year. Uh, you need to get that consistently and knowing he's going to be there. And I put him up against, um, you know, everybody else's number two all day long, man. 
You know, it it was it, it meant yep. something us going mm-hmm. in with the confidently going into you know the, this playoff system with at least two guys we know can give you, you know, give it to the best of them in the business. You know what I'm saying as far as starting pitching. Mm-hmm. So yes, it, I I wanted to get done, but I mean, I mean, who does these days? You know, more than likely, um, I don't know how this arbitration thing is going to go on or anything like that. Man, it's it's, it's hard baseball. Baseball, it's yeah. He, so well, he's beyond that. He, yeah, this this for him is just he's a free agent. Like either they sign him or somebody else does. See, that's yeah. some bad baseball there, man. Bad baseball, bro. Well, well look, what, I, is, I, what is he asking? I mean, we don't my, know, right? My my guess, Derek, you're looking at high twenties. Okay. Um, 30. We, we know Dombrowski is not shy about spending money. No. Okay. You look at what he's done last season and this offseason. Yeah, Billy spent. So there's no we, doubt. We, we, know, we know that money is not the problem. I would say his productivity is as consistent as he's been. What, is it, what has been the one constant negative about him? Doesn't show up in September. Runs out of gas. Yep. Runs out of gas by September, and he pitched well in September. But in this yep. case, ran out of gas when he got to the playoffs. The World part Series. Of the yeah, he was pretty yeah. good early in the playoffs. You're right. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So I think that has to factor into the equation as well in terms of if he's asking for astronomical numbers, um, and you throw back at him, well, you know what? You've been steady, Eddie, consistent. You don't get injured, but yet when we need you the most, you fade off into oblivion. <laughs> We have to take that into consideration. Dude, Gun, I would hate having the go- the Yeah, you'd be I, tough. I've been to cuss you out so many times, man. You yeah, would. Man. So, many, so many of this and so many of that. But from a business perspective, and anything when we talked about, I'm like you, I, and you guys know this. You knew this before we started this show. When we worked together at NBC Sports, you you can uh, you can say that you heard me say, I'm always for the player, and, and I'm always anti-management, right? Yeah. Even when I was sitting at my desk and we would talk about getting paid and for what we do, I always say I'm always for the employee getting all they can more so than the management, right? But now that I sit in this chair, I have to look at it from both both perspectives. And if I'm sitting across from you as a recipient of what I'm going to pay you, my job is to not let the numbers get out of line yet pay you the market value. And there's no question there is a market value for Aaron Nola. But you do have this one flaw that keeps popping up, and I have to take that into consideration. You want all you can get as a, as a, as a, as a businessman controlling the money. I need to control the numbers as much as I can. Some numbers you can't control. Bryce Harper, Trey Turner, you just got to pay to play. There's but no but, but you got to look at this from this standpoint also. I don't. I'm and, management. You're the player. Well, you know, and this is what the agent is going to say. The agent is going to say, right. well, you tell me, all right, you're saying I fade away. All right, then you go out there and get me a fifth starter then. I didn't have a fifth starter. You say that. You well, know? the other thing he's going to say is, if I don't do what I do during the regular season, we're not talking about a postseason. I don't That's know. right. There you go. You know, I mean, and and by the way, he locked down the game that got you in the playoffs in Houston, where he pitched. He almost pitched a no hitter. Okay, in the regular Beat Atlanta, St. Louis last series, and in St. Louis, he was dealing the Atlanta series. He was dealing. He started to leak oil in the in the Padre series in the NLCS, and then into the World Series. But he yeah. up until then, he was. He, he was really look. He's a Barrett said it well. He's a damn good number two. Zach Wheeler's yeah. your number one. There's no doubt about that. But he's a damn good number two. I mean, wouldn't so. you put him? I put him up against anybody's number two in the MLB. Yep. yep. But I it's agree. just well, you know, just I understand that. that. That's crazy, man. How, so how I how agree. do you do that? How do you negotiate that from a from an agent standpoint? You know, what I think you do with this one. You just let it let it. Let's let both sides kind of breathe for a minute. 
Let, right. Let's circle back here, you know, in a, in a month or two. And yeah, but I, you I, know I what? Think, based on what Dombrowski is saying, they're not going to talk about this till the end of the year. I, I think that's – They can't wait that long. I think that I is for right now we're going to put this out there, and I think behind the scenes we're going to do a little work in, in a couple months. I yeah, do. So we'll, we'll be sitting back one day in, in, in June in the summer and like, hey, um, it's going to come out, you know. All of a sudden. You know, signs of – Five-year deal with I, such, I such and such. I agree. Yeah. I hope so. I mean, I love I, it. I love watching a bit. I do. Don't too. get me wrong. I do too. All right, let me give you this. So, uh, Phillies are, are playing today. They only have, uh, what two more? I think after this, uh, one two one more after this uh, exhibition game. So Trey Turner had another hit today, right? Um, <laughs> he's he's ten for nineteen in the spring, which is a five twenty-six batting average. And if you combine that, as Marcus Hayes put this out there, if you combine that with what he did in the World Baseball Classic, he's hitting 452 with six home runs. Jeez. Like, this dude Jeez. is scorching hot right now. Hope he saves some of that for the regular season. I know. I know. And my first reaction is like, dude, just spread it out a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, Rob? It reminds, me of, it reminds me of this. When we look at preseason in football, we see teams go 4-0 in the preseason. Yeah. They finish at the bottom. Yeah. And, and, then then be, and then the and teams. Yeah. yeah. They Bro. get to the they get to the conference championship. And baseball's the same way. How many players do you see in baseball smoking in training camp come out over 89? Yeah. 0.92 batting average. You know, I'm 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 crazy like that too. Cause I remember I was playing basketball when I was in high school. And I go out there, I'm warming up, boom, I'm just hitting every shot. Boom, draining threes, boom, and all of a sudden. I would stop shooting. Man, let me stop using up all my good shots. Now we went to yeah, the yeah, game, yeah. and then I have a great game because I didn't use all my shots. Yeah. It's like us when we have we have these pre-show meetings, and it starts getting heated about something. I'm like, save oh, it. Yeah, yeah. Save oh, yeah. It. I wish people could see our pre-show meeting. We get we get fired up sometimes in pre-debating oh, topics. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Of course, Barrett spends part of the time taking shots at me, but that's okay though. Wow, he's he got to no, get bring you down. That. Never, trying to get you, you level headed. Never that. You never. Know, oh, really? Yeah. Like, like the day. What's the common denominator when I mention certain people's names, and you say it's me? <laughs> and I said, well, wait a minute. What about the good I've done for these people? And you just totally bypassed that. No, I didn't bypass. It. I said, you've done good. You've. It, but, but you, there's always a but. Go ahead. Done good. But, no, but no, it's not. It's not a but. I mean, you've done good. I mean, you you help so many people out. You know what I'm saying? But I, I, I think See, he said, you, but you heard it, Rob. You heard but it. But it. <laughs> you do that because you, you help people out because you, you just gnaw them down and you just break them down so far oh. that you have to bring them back up. You have what? to bring them back what? up, man. You what? just literally drain people and beat them down and beat them down. And all of a sudden you wow. turn around. You got to help them back up. You see the area your ways. You're like, you know what? Let, let me help this young man or young lady. Because I just I can't believe it. I'm just totally, you know, just, 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 you know, Beat them up, you know. It's about time I bring them back up. Let me show Man. them the real, the good D gun. I know can they're talking the bad. Can you question my honesty behind it, though? It's not <laughs> demeaning. Am I not being honest? Prime example. Did I not help you come a long way? Absolutely. What you do? Absolutely. Did I not? And was I not brutally honest? Absolutely. When you ask me questions, was I not brutally honest? Yes, you did. Did yes, I sit there and go, so. you know what, Barrett? That's okay, buddy. Just keep doing what you're doing. I was brutally honest with you, right? Sometimes you just want to, you know, a, a, a little, you know, puppy, you know, pet on the head sometimes. Like, Angus Brooks, you're okay. You're okay. No, you're a good guy, method, B. Brooks. You know, my method, <laughs> my methods are tried and proven. 
I oh want you to God. reach down deep, reach down deep in your bowels and bring ah, out the best. I'm, we have to go I'm, to bowels. Can we just reach down? How about I'm, in your gut? Right, right. Okay, what about loin? Reach deep down in your loin and bring out the best. Enjoy your lunch, everybody. I've seen people walk into walk into the studio with us, or no, walk into the um the, our um where we um you know go and and and, and turn right back. Oh, he doesn't turn right back around. Right back around. Tell me, tell me, our old boss would walk in and see you there in the newsroom and just walk straight back out. Let me turn back around. She just. You couldn't deal with it. Yeah, you were intimidating. <laughs> I, was, I was just brutally honest. Yeah. You were I was intimidating. Just, I was honest. Was I not honest? You were. Oh, too and yet, honest. And yet, kept it real. and yet, based on what Barry said, people would still come back for more, wouldn't they? That's true. That's true. You're, you're like Yoda, man. You're you're like that guy. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah he's like Yoda. Yeah, like, come on, man. He's like Yoda. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's cool. He's like, I don't know whether to thank you guys. I don't know whether to thank you guys or send my hitman over there and do some damage to your property. I don't so know. I don't know my fr- my freshman year in high school, okay. Uh, so I went to a an all boys Catholic high school, and w- my homeroom teacher, Father Havner, was his name. Yeah. Looked identical to Yoda. Okay, come on, man. No, I'm serious. He looked ears, like, ears and everything. Ears, bald head. If he was green, <laughs> oh, if his skin yeah. tone was just green, he would look oh, like Yoda. God. Okay, and he was this little short dude, and he had like bad teeth, like Yoda. Swear to God, oh my goodness! So he enjoyed, but unlike most priests who didn't have a great sense of humor, he had a great sense of humor. He loved to be called Yoda. We could call him Yoda. We didn't have to call him Father Avery. I'm telling you, it it was awesome. The very, I'll tell you another another one. Speaking of that, this has nothing to do with anything. The very first detention I ever got in high school. Right, was for saying God bless you. Somebody sneezed, and I said God bless you. So we had this priest. He just passed away, Father Ferrance. He taught chemistry, or I forget what it was, whatever. MPS, Modern Physical Science. Anyway, one of his rules was if anybody sneezes in class, you can't say no. It was actually Havner. It was this guy Yoda. One of his rules was if somebody sneezes in class, don't say God bless you. I don't need fifteen of you saying God bless you after someone sneezes. Like like a wise guy. All right, I guess I don't know. Like two days later, somebody sneezes, and I said, "God bless you." That's how I got my first detention. They called it jug. Wait Justice a minute, you got a detention? They called you it got jug. I got detention. Jug. I got jug for saying "God bless you" in a Catholic school. That's all you need to know. All right. Anyway, I, I don't know where any of that came from, but let's move on. Wow. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome for these kind of stories. You go to Catholic school? <laughs> were you in prison? <laughs> Some would say it was it was close. It was very similar. Um, I went to Catholic school for six years. Six, I did twelve, six, man. Let's see, thirty four, six, seven, yeah. eight, six years. Yeah, uh, I wasn't allowed. Yeah, uh, no, they wouldn't let you any. Yeah, Barry, that might have been a short stay. School. That might have been a short stay. It yeah. didn't make a difference what religion it was. You ain't getting in there. I'm telling you that right now. Father O'Neill says some of us have a sense of humor. You are correct, Father. Yes, you. Are. I shouldn't. I shouldn't lump everybody into the same category. Okay, for future reference, so Sean O'Neill is a, is a priest. He is. He okay, is. Yeah. so Barrett, I want you to keep that in mind when you go up the deep end. <laughs> I want you to keep in mind we have a priest. Where did this come from? I'm just saying. I know I, you. I, I didn't say he's anything. been good lately. I don't think he's he has been cursed been. In, in a long in days. time. Right, exactly. In days. Let's say yeah. days, Rob. Don't, don't say uh, weeks. Been, don't I'm gonna say weeks. Don't you say weeks? Don't. I have know. held myself to. I've held my composure because you have. I was, I was about to say something, and I said, "You know what? I'm not gonna say it." 
Yeah, you're right. You have. I am proud of you. You have been able to control that sharp tongue. <laughs> I am so proud of you, bro. Because I started to say Yoda. Uh huh. Yoda. Okay. Yeah. You. 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 You've been Yoda. You know, saying a, a puppet with your hands stuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, thank you, Tone. <laughs> this is how different it was back then. All right. So he he was a smoker. So they had in his his priest uniform. Uh, you know, he had the collar and the whole thing, but they had a little pocket on the shirt. He'd always pull out a smoke and smell it. Can't wait until we're out of <laughs> we're out of home from me. We go smoke a cigarette. Like you could never do that now. At one point, he asked one of the anybody got a light. Like we're freshmen. <laughs> Meanwhile, like half the class had lights for. Him. Hey man, Tone Tone just just dying bear it out. That's right. I'm glad Tone said Bear swore last week, oh, bro. Geez. When you were here, I, I don't That's remember right. that kind of stuff. You, I think what, you were you off two days. Bear what, did what swear last week. It's when I was there. When I wasn't there, he he lost his. He went a little crazy. Cursed. Yes. Count so those. you are the you are the calming force in Barrett's world. Is that what you're saying? Ah uh, yes, Christy, <laughs> Holy Rosary, oh, no, came no, a Catholic no. today. My mother is ashamed of my choices. Oh, Ooh. <laughs> okay. Ooh. We need to dig into that a little deeper. I think. Oh yes. yes. Oh my goodness. All right. So um, a couple other Phillies things here, guys. So making the team will be Dalton Guthrie and, and Jake Cave. They're both outfielders. Uh, Cave can can play first as well. You can move these guys all around. How about the spring for Cave? He hit 440, 22 of 50, three home runs, three triples, and 14 runs driven in. I mean, he essentially forced the Phillies' hand. He had to make the team. Yeah, he was that yeah. good. You got to bring him up. Yep. Um, Guthrie has, is a really good fielder. He came up, played with him a little bit last year. So that's that's what we're looking at. So Kingery, who had a great spring too, and and Cody Clemens, who's Roger Clemens' son, neither of them are going to make the team coming out of spring training. Uh, Derek Hall is going to get the bulk of the at bats at first. I think what they're going to do, guys, is it's yours until proven otherwise. Like if you show us you can't hit lefties, all right, then we're going to figure something out. But the hope is that you can plug him in. And he becomes that guy. And, and look, the good thing is you can move some pieces around. Schwarber can play first. Castellanos has been working at first base a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. You can always throw Bohm over there if you have to. So you have a couple of options there. Yeah, you're keeping, you know, keeping a cave up. You know, it gives you an opportunity also to kind of deal him in a little bit and bring in, bring down Castellanos. Exactly right. But yeah. Yeah. And, and the good thing is both Cave and Guthrie are really good fielders. So if you're DHing either Schwarber or Castellanos, you're upgrading your your outfield defense in a big way from either I, one of those two. Guys. As well as Cave has played in spring training, I think he's a temporary fix in terms of a roster spot until Bryce Harper is ready. Yep, and you know which he he'll get valuable at bats and experience that even even though it might be sporadic, you'll get some valuable time in the majors. But he'll go back down to like Triple A and play every day. Once Bryce Harper is ready, and there's nothing wrong with that, man. Mm-hmm. This is the only thing I hate about baseball, man. They yo-yo players up and down like it's nothing, and you get a taste of the majors. In the NFL, you either play or you get cut, and yep. hopefully you catch up somewhere else. In the NBA, you either play or you get cut. Well, you know, I take that back because they send players down to the G League now. You know, the G League's like a minuscule minor yeah. leagues of baseball. You know, but yeah, the closest thing the NFL has to that is practice squad, but yeah, or the XFL. <laughs> That's actually becoming a real farm league for the NFL now. Which is yes, good. It is. Yeah, yes, it is. It's becoming a real farm league. That's a lot of games played in the year, though. When you know, you ask guys to play in that league. 
and turn around. Yeah, it's a beating, man. That's yeah, when you want to fulfill right. that dream, you do it, especially when yeah. you're young. Yeah. I know you that's put right. your body through it, man. You know, I well, mean, it was NFL Europe before the XFL came back. They're yep. taking the XFL very seriously. You got you got like yeah. rock money behind it. Like you got you got some you got some bread behind it. So they're right, they're, right. You know, and the games are pretty good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The, the the talent out there. Like I I saw a former first round pick um, went to Clemson, the defensive end. Got drafted by uh, Atlanta in the first round. I saw oh, he's yeah, play. he's there now. Yeah, I forget his name, man, but I know you're talking about. A little stream will say something. Yeah. Uh, hey, hey, easy tone, easy tone. You can't, you know, we all a friend of company, and you tell him, you know, putting out there. I cursed last week. We yeah, all he did. Company, Thank man. you, Joe. Don't tone like me. He keeps it real. You know, Barrett's like Mary Poppins. Yeah, I have Barrett's back, man. See, yeah, you guys. Like, just oh yeah, it's all yeah. You always have Barrett's back. I don't I care. Can't. I'm on my own. I'm a rebel. I don't play favorites. I got both your backs. Yes, you do. No, you, you don't. Now it's too late. You uh, just said. Already had Barry's back. You already said. Uh, both That's of your backs. Um, Sorry. Hey, I don't good, need either one of you. Good news <laughs> is, uh, oh, Sharif Miller had two. Former Eagle. Former Penn Stater had two sacks uh, over the weekend. Mm. Wow. Okay. Thank you, Dak. Um, yeah, so uh, Harper appears to be way ahead of schedule. We could, we could see him by the end of May. That is crazy. Yeah, yeah. man. He's a machine, man. Yeah. He's a machine. So that's great news. So if that's the case, that really changes things. Because you're going to have to start the year off without Harper, without Hoskins, without Ranger Suarez, and without Painter. So you're down some bodies early here. But this they still, still look good, good, man. They yeah. still yeah. look good. Yeah. They, yeah. they, they still look good, man. Yep. And uh, also, you know what? Volkswagen has come out with the new. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Volkswagen, the, the, the bus, man, the Volkswagen bus. It's electric, but it looks what? just like those old, you know, like the 16 window buses. Where'd that come Where did from? that come from? <laughs> I mean, we're just saying stuff, man. I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> we should have just a random saying segment. Yeah. Where it's just totally out of nowhere, <laughs> like Garrett just did. And like I did with Catholic school. Like we should just have things where it's just out of nowhere. With I just, I mean, I, I saw it. I saw it yesterday, man. I said, you know what? I, I, I wrote it down. I said, Is it like oh, an gotta... old school, like the bus, like the old? Yes, school? yes. That's why. I, that's why I brought it up, just... man. I, wow. I was. Are you in a free deal from Volkswagen or something? No, I was just watching. The, I was watching this. Uh, I was on YouTube watching this. This Porsche. Um, this this dude comes by and he redoes Porsches. It's R. It's called RWD. And this guy's. He's from Japan. He comes over and he does. Like you, you, you pay him all this money. He come over and he'll just redo your Porsche into like a race car type of Porsche. Nice. And it, you know, it was it was pretty good. So as I'm watching that, this commercial comes up on 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 YouTube, and it's 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 the um, new bus. I'm like, okay. that's old school. Look just like an old school bus. That became like the hippie kind Legend. of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly, like exactly, Rob, yeah. exactly. So yeah, I'm like, see smoke know. billowing out the windows. Yeah, you know yeah, what they're Spicoli doing? Spicoli spilling right. out. Yeah, yeah. 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 esque. Yes. All right, let's uh, let's come back. I like that. Um, that, that the wheels are turning for a random segment. Uh, right. 
Maybe we do that. Random. Oh, you don't want you don't want to turn me loose in a random segment. You don't point. want to do that. Maybe not. Right. Maybe I don't want to do that. <laughs> right, right, right. You don't want to do that. All right, let's come back. I know what I want to do. I want to talk to Rich Hoffman when we come back. We're going to do that. Uh, Rich from the Athletic. Big one tonight, fellas. Okay, Sixers Nugs tonight. Uh, the Joker. Hey, boys, got when he said that. Big one tonight, boys. Like that. All right, let's step aside. Let's come back. Let's talk to Rich, uh, all things Sixers, when we come back. He's Derek. He's Barrett. I'm Rob. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Right now, I'm telling you about ProAction Restoration. Yes, ProAction Restoration is the place that you call if your business, your home, a property you own goes through water, fire, smoke, mold damage, you name it. They can handle it. And the beauty is ProAction Restoration is on call 24 hours, seven days a week to assist. So it doesn't matter if it's a Saturday, if it's nighttime, it's a holiday. You reach out. They will be there. I reached out to them on a Saturday, and they were right out, cleaned the problem up, fixed it. Price was right. Crew was great. All the above. They are licensed, bonded, fully insured. They've been serving the tri-state area for more than two decades. ProAction will work in conjunction with your insurance company. So again, if it's water, fire, smoke, mold, you name it, they can handle it. Give them a call, 610-623-3760, 610-623-3760, or online at ProActionRestoration.com. That's ProActionRestoration.com. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. Imagine for a moment that you went to work today, and when you came home, you were catastrophically injured. Your life and your family's life. That's what happened to union construction worker Mike Little. I was scared of what the end was going to be, but to be 100% honest with you, I knew I was going to be all right just by talking with Brian in my heart. I just knew everything was going to be all right. Call the firm and find out why they say, we got this. Call 215-458-2222. Heading down the shore. Here, imaginations run wild and time stands still. Because here, you can find the best of the Jersey Shore all on one five-mile island. So leave the old you behind and get lost in the woods. My name is uh, Fran Solano. I'm a managing director here at DelVal Insurance Group. Been in the business for over 36 years, saving people money on their insurance needs. Give us a call. Let us help you custom design an insurance plan that meets both your needs and budget. Field of Life. First Trust Bank is there for you. 
Champions on three. One, two, three. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. We're back. Yes, we are. Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network on this Monday. Thanks for hanging. We do appreciate it. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis joined by our next guest. Does an excellent job covering the Sixers for the Athletic. You can follow him on Twitter as well, at Rich underscore Hoffman. And of course, theathletic.com slash Philly. What's up, Rich? How are you, man? What's going on, man? Not much, guys. You know, just uh, watching some hoops in March and, you know. Playoffs coming around soon for, for the like sport it. I cover. So. Yeah, it's nothing been awesome. Like it. Nothing and, like uh, it. Now, let me ask you, Rich, on the college tip before we get into the, uh, to the Sixers. Some people don't like the sort of parody and the craziness and FAU and all the crazy upsets and all that, no number ones. I think it's been a highly enjoyable tournament, but some people just love the Blue Bloods. Where, where do you fall on that? I, You know, Rob, I, I've, I've just enjoyed watching it. You know, I guess I didn't really even think about you know, who was playing or whatever, but like, I thought the, uh, the Kansas state, Michigan state game, the, I guess that was a sweet 16. That was one of the best college games I've seen. It was just like super high level. So really like, I think with like all the transfers and stuff, the parody is like, you know, like the, the level of play kind of across the board, you know, you can, you can get these seniors come into your program and just be, you know, as good as Duke, as good as Villanova really quickly. So no, I'm with you. I've, I've enjoyed it. Uh, I've certainly, uh, I certainly enjoyed watching FAU play, you know. So. Yeah. Who, who are you rooting for in the final four? I'm usually, I'm a pretty big, big East guy. So I, okay. I, I don't, like UConn was a team I always hated when I was a kid, but I, mm-hmm. I like it that they're now relevant again and good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I think I think FAU would be fun if they yeah. could actually do it. Oh, you know what? Actually, I, I should change that because I, I didn't think about that. I like Miami um, because they have the two Philly kids, Isaiah Wong and Doppler. Uh, um, I think Jim Laranaga is like an awesome coach. Like he just seems like he runs like great stuff. And he's also just like, mm-hmm. seems like he's a blast to play for. Like he doesn't yell at you all that stuff. Um, so yeah, I, I actually, if I had to pick, I, I would take Miami. That's okay. where I'm at. That's where I'm at. Isaiah Wong, Honor Pride, baby. All right. All right. Anyway, moving on. Um, <laughs> let, let, let's talk some Sixers here, Rich. I, I, before we get into to Embiid and, and Joker, um, is Joel already sort of paving the, the way here for, for, the inevitable collapse, not getting out of the like giving the I'm tired speech. Like it was weird to me. If you're so beaten down to me, sit out Saturday, take the L with Harden sitting too. And that's fine. Let's move on to tonight. Like what's, is this just Joel being Joel? What's happening here? A schedule loss. He, yeah. He's, he's a very emotional quote, Rob. Like I would yeah. say, and I, I'm not there, but there are times when, if you kind of lead him into that question, if you say like, are you tired or whatever, he's just got the answer ready. And like, he's going to have that going. Um, I agree with you. I'm not on this trip, but it seemed like a very obvious night to sit him. Um, and I know he was great the night before in golden state. And that's a frustrating loss. And maybe you want to get that game back. But as far as like a travel back to back going from San Francisco to Phoenix, like that's yeah. one I, I, and I know, you know, I, I don't want to like, completely let the Sixers off the hook because Phoenix played in Sacramento the night before. So, you know, I, I get it. They're playing at home, but they, they have the same travel and the same kind of, you know, tired uh, legs. That said, like, I, it's pretty obvious. Also, like, 
the MVP bowl was tonight, right? Like, wouldn't you want to like actually be up for that game too? So I think that was a case where not, not only did it make sense for the MVP, it made sense for the Sixers to kind of sit him in that game. Uh, so that didn't make a lot of sense. He looked completely gassed in that game. Like he, that was a 2018-19 Joel performance where the numbers are pretty good, but the offense, like he's, he's very inefficient. The passing isn't that good. And that's the difference between where he was, let's say four years ago, you know, he's like the 12th, 13th best player in the league to where he is now, MVP level player. And he doesn't usually do that. And it just seemed like a, a, a big mistake from the, from their standpoint. You know, I think they've gotten away with, you know, when to schedule guys and like when to give nights off because they've been so resilient. Like they win these games with, with one of them out and they just have all these guys step up. But that seemed like a pretty big mistake. Oh, Rich, little follow-up. Sorry, guys. Let me just, can I just follow up? The, 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 is that more Joel pushing to play in that game and or them not being cognizant of the fact that the guy needs a night off? Like, I don't, I can't tell what's going on behind the scenes. Does Joel just want to prove, Hey, I don't sit like I, you know, I, I played X amount of games this year. Cause that used to be a knock on me. Like, what do you think it is? It's, it's a little bit of both, Rob. They, they have, um, they have a department that makes all the decisions like their sports science department where I think in a lot of cases, like it's kind of mapped out before the season starts. It's like, okay, you have X amount of games here. This is perfect. James rest night, perfect. Joel rest night. Um, but there is also like a back and forth with the, with the players. And, you know, I, I'm, I guess my point is I, I'm just surprised that whatever their department and, and Joel couldn't come to that uh, conclusion, because I don't know, like they've played so many games this month. Joel's missed one of them because he was actually a little bit banged up. I don't know. It, it seemed like maybe they thought because he had been sitting in a lot of the second halves and fourth quarters of these games that he was okay to go. For that game, maybe they just wanted to try and continue to fight for the two seed. But um, usually that decision is made behind the scenes, though, Rob. And it was not made this time. But, Rich, do you think there's some truth to what Joel is saying in terms about being mentally and physically exhausted? I mean, let's face it, especially with Harden out, he's had to put this team on his back. And everybody's hacking at him. Everybody's leaning on him. He's <laughs> expected to do it on both ends of the floor. He is the catalyst to the success of this team. And is as phenomenal as he is, he's still human. Yeah, Connor. I think uh, when I look at what James Harden provides these guys, I think the number one thing is that he makes Joel Embiid's life easier. Like it makes getting through the 82 games, which stinks. It's really hard. It's not fun to play all those games at 300 pounds or whatever he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, he makes it easier and he does it in a lot of ways. I would say the first way is that I would say like eight points a game, 10 points a game. All Joel has to do, set a screen, turn around, free throw line jumper, bang. Does not take a lot of effort for him to do that. When you see him against Golden State, and he was tremendous in that game. Mm -hmm. But it's all ISO stuff. It's all, I got to drive through two, sometimes three guys. I got to take 22 free throws, and it's all on me. I think that is so much more exhausting than being set up by James Harden on on a consistent basis. Like, he just doesn't have to do it. As much, and the the other thing we've seen over the weekend that uh, that James Harden makes his life easier is that when he sits on the bench, which has been the the time honored Sixers prop, when he sits on the bench, it's always been a disaster. Um, it has not been a disaster this year. They're actually they're plus with Harden, and the whole name of the game, guys, is like if you can just like be even in those minutes or close to even, you're, the Sixers are are in business. Like they they win the Joel Embiid minutes pretty much throughout his career. So, you know, I think we saw that this weekend where. 
they were completely hopeless without James Harden on that, that bench lineup. And I'm not saying, you know, Maxi, who's, who's not quite as pure of a point guard, I think, as some people hope. Um, I'm not saying like Shake Milton and Melton. Those guys are able to in, at times, and Tobias, they're, they're able to have good performances, but it's just not as consistent as James Harden, who is just like, even at, at this age, is just built to get dudes good shots. Like he just, mm-hmm. he's just really good at running the offense. He can play Houston James ball. So uh, I think that is where Joel's fatigue comes from, Gunnar. Like I think he just, he has to carry such a heavy load. And, you know, he's really done a good job of that for the yeah. most part this year. He kind of mm-hmm. plays like the point center role, but it finally caught up to them in what, like the second to last week of the season when they have a tough mm-hmm. West Coast road trip. I don't think it's like a huge cause for concern or anything. It's just kind of a frustrating part of the schedule and a little bit of reality setting in for the Sixers mm-hmm. that they, they need James Harden. They need him. Do you think Doc has done a good job of getting these young guys ready, like, you know, Milton, uh, Niang, McDaniels? You know, are they, are they ready to enter into the playoffs in the next couple of weeks? It's a good question, Barrett. Uh, I think he's done a great job with them in the regular season, but their skill sets make me wonder about the playoffs a little bit. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think those guys and Doc deserve a ton of credit because it's like I'm saying, you know, Harden misses a month, Maxi misses a month and a half. Joel missed like three weeks at, at separate points earlier in the year. And they just kept rolling. Like they just kept getting these undermanned wins where, you know, whether it's George or, or shake or D'Anthony and those guys. Um, but I do wonder that the playoffs are a different beast. And I, I kind of think like, I, I compare them to Boston. Boston has seven players, but they're like a rock solid seven players. Yeah. They're like every one of those guys, you know, is ready for the playoffs. The Sixers in the regular season have like, 11, 12 players. But the problem is once you get past even like four, even past no Tobias Doc. Harris. Yeah, Doc is not trying to Where do it. it's like, you know, a lot of one-way skill sets. You have somebody like P.J. Tucker who's been really good in some of their big games, but also, you know, the, does not really seem to like shooting the corner threes that he's yeah. lived on in his career. And, like, you need to be able to make those to, to kind of stick on the floor. Um, so I don't know. You know, it's, it's an interesting question. I'm not sure it's all Doc kind of – some of it is the skill set. I think, like, you know, watching the Sixers over the past week, it's it's kind of goofy how I think, like, McDaniels and maybe even a guy like Daniel House who hasn't even played a ton this year, but, like, in theory can guard and make a three is, like, you know, it, 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 I guess my point is I think there's going to be a lot of mixing and matching in the playoffs. Like, mm-hmm. I don't – I think some series it's going to be like, all right, Niang has it this series. Oh, next series he doesn't have it. We're going to go to McDaniels or, or House or, or Milton. And – you know, I think that's the way the Sixers are going to have to play. I, I still am pretty high on this team overall, but it's not going to look like the, the same formula from night to night. I'm, I'm pretty confident about that, just because I'm not sure these guys have the skill sets that they can consistently play for rock-solid series. All And, Rich, therein lies my greatest fear is here we go again with the bench. You know, I, I mean, it, it's – I. I if Melton and he give you something offensively, he he's a huge help off the bench, but you get beyond that. You have Niang who, if he's hot, great. If not, he can't really do anything for you. Um, yeah. You know, you mentioned house. I, I mean, I don't know, maybe, but, but there's not much else. And it feels like we've been through this a million times and bead comes off and you're, you're falling off a cliff, you know, and, and I know he split the, the minutes with Harden and Embiid. He's trying to do that and all those kind of things, but, I look at Boston and I look at Milwaukee and there's way more depth there and through a long series, you know, I mean that, that usually plays in those teams favors. It does. Uh, and you know, I think like, look, Rob, if they're, if they play Boston, the way they're going to be Boston is that if Jason Tatum plays like he did over the past 
let's call it like month and a half. Joel Embiid plays like he did in a month and a half. The Sixers have a really good chance because yeah. when your best player is that much better, uh, you know, and the other guy is struggling, they have a chance. But yeah, they're going to go into these series and against those two teams. Really, they're the only two. They're going to go at a at a depth uh, deficit, I would say. Yeah. And you know, it, it, a lot of it is just hardened, though. It, it really is. Like yeah. it's, I, I agree that their their bench is shaky, and you know, I'm not sure I trust these guys. But the, mm-hmm. the whole key is like, Harden, can you keep them afloat for you know 10 minutes a game? And I think he. I don't know. He, he showed that he has. Like I'm, I, I guess we're kind of burying the lead here, guys. Like I think the, the most worrying thing about the Sixers over the past month is that James Harden in that Bulls game last week looked like James Harden from last year, and he has exactly. not played since. Yep. And he hasn't played since with it, with Achilles soreness. Which again, that that's not you know you hear Achilles, that's always a scary thing. I, guys have come back from that, but you, the, the the one thing the Sixers need to prove to me, they, they don't really have anything from a. I don't know, like a, a level of play standpoint. Like I'm, I'm pretty confident they're a pretty good team. The one thing you got to see before the playoffs is like this guy's got to look like he did. Yeah, get to the finish season. line. Yeah, and and I think like look, I think what they're doing is good. Like be be cautious with him. Like these, as much as trying to get the two seed would have been nice against Boston. No, you're not doing anything without James Harden. So, you know, if he plays tonight, I know he's questionable again, um, or or whenever it is. Like you just want to see him have the burst that he's had this year and just look like the guy who you know, gives you 20 and 10 consistently. And right. that's and what I've been saying, Rich. That's what I've been saying. I've been telling these guys, I don't care about where our seed is. You know I mean? Of course I, you know, care, but I'd rather have health yes. as opposed to position. Yeah. Going to the playoffs. Yeah. And look, it, it would have been nice like to get the two seed, right? Like I think as good as the Sixers have been on the road, they've been the best road team in the league this year. Come on. When you're playing against the team that's tormented you the, the entire time, it would have been nice to have game one and two at the Wells Fargo center. Like there's, mm-hmm. there's no question about that. Um, especially because, like, I feel like TD Garden is just a, a house of horrors for these oh. guys. Like, they just the skeletons are are getting like you know they're getting like 1980s level, you know, with uh, <laughs> with with uh, with that team. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm with you, Barry. And Doc said this like last last week. He was like, look, like we've had injuries the last couple of playoffs. Like, it just it just doesn't matter at, at some point. Like, we have to be healthy. And you know, like they've been pretty healthy. They're three stars for. I don't know, three months. And I don't think that's a coincidence. Oh, best record in the NBA. Like, yeah, yeah James Harden, Joel Embiid, and Tyrese Maxey are pretty good players. Uh, and uh, when you have those guys healthy, you know, the Sixers team, I think it showed a level that you know, I haven't seen from these guys since like maybe the Jimmy Butler year, maybe, uh, even though that regular season was a little more up and down. Um, but yeah, it's, it's all about health. And they know, they know that, which is kind of why to go back to Rob's first question, I, I'm, a little surprised they didn't just give Joel the night off uh, in Phoenix. It just seemed like the right move. And see, Rich, uh, my biggest concern is how do you load manage both Harden and Embiid the rest of the way? I think Harden's been out a little bit longer than we anticipated, which is a red flag for me in general in terms of him dealing with his Achilles, especially when you got a team, you know, we keep talking about them trying to jockey up the board to try to catch Milwaukee and Boston. But now they're in a position after losing these last two, you got New York looking over your shoulder New York was four games behind them, five games behind them a week ago. Now they're within two games of third, and the Sixers could slip to that fourth spot. And you only have eight games left now. You got eight games left, and you're still jockeying for a position. But unlike Boston and Milwaukee, the 76ers are in that unenviable position. Your two key players, one's talking about he's mentally fried. The other one is walking wounded right now. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, everything's great, Rich. Oh, no. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a I mean, I, I, I agree with you guys. Blow it up. Like, the good news for the Sixers is like 
this has been like their first bad week in like three months. Yeah. So it's it's, it's okay. Like it, True. it happens, you know. Like the Celtics just had one a couple weeks ago. The Bucks, well, they don't actually lose, so that you know they might they might be the one exception. Uh, yeah, no, it, it's been a tough week for them. I, I think the good news, Gunner, with the Cleveland being two games behind them. Three games up in the loss column, plus the tiebreaker they got. That was one of the yeah, kind of yeah. sneaky biggest wins of yeah. the of the month. I, I think the Sixers, you know, there's nine games left. Like, it's it's a tough nine games, but you know, get like five of those wins. I, I don't think Cleveland is going to catch you. Um, mm. And it's like, I don't know if they did catch you. Like, all right, so you play the Knicks in the first round, and then you go to Milwaukee first, and then Boston. Like, I don't know. I I think they they need to stop thinking about seed. I thought for a minute there when they just continued to run off win after win. I think it was fair for them to think, okay, we got to try and gun for that two seed. That would be a big deal. But with the way the week has played out and kind of their injury concerns, and especially their injury concerns with their two big players, I I think they do need to load manage them. Like whatever that means. Maybe that means like they sit out twice, each of them, you know, in the last nine games, something like that. But I just think they have to be pretty cautious with them. The good news too, with the the other thing with their health is – once they get done the season, maybe the last couple games don't matter. They get a full week off with the playing thing now, which mm-hmm. I think is a, a huge advantage to the teams yeah. that actually get into the playoffs on their merit, the, the top six seeds. Uh, and I think the Sixers are really going to need that, right? They, It's been just a brutal month, guys. Like 17 games in 31 days. A lot of back-to-backs. 12 of which are on the road. They're all good teams they're playing against mm-hmm. for the most part, too. Back-to-backs. Like I think they've handled this month really well, but Unfortunately, it's kind of caught up to them over the past week yeah. where they're just you know, they're just really panged up. And, you know, I, I, I as long as Harden is OK, I think what I've seen from Joel, like whatever that calf issue is, he, th- that doesn't seem like that's going to be a long term thing for him. Um, Harden, we got to see it, though. Yeah. And he's going for a shoot around today as hard. And we'll see. We'll see about tonight. So let, let's look at tonight, Rich, when they played earlier in the year and beat certainly had the better of, of, of Jokic. We know that. Right. And. I, you know, in one breath, he doesn't care about the MVP and the other breath he does. And Draymond Green's telling him that, you know, he was so upset because I said the Joker's the hardest guy, whatever. I, I think we all know he cares despite what he says. Um, as we sit here and there, look, there's tonight, there's a game against Boston, there's a game against Milwaukee. There's a lot could, that could happen, I think, and influence this and impact it. But is he the MVP as we sit here right now and beat? I think as we sit here, but usually when we're at this point in the season and I say he's the MVP, as we sit here, it's like, all right, he's going to win. I don't think that's the case necessarily just Mm. because, I don't know, I think it's a really close race. Like, I think Jokic and Giannis have very good arguments as well. Uh, And I think because of these late high-profile games, that could swing some of it. Like, guys, like I think because it's like a three-man race at the top, some of it is going to come down to like, I think there's a chance Embiid and Jokic have like the most first place votes. And the question is like, who gets put in third more? Who who puts Giannis? Like how, how many voters put Giannis ahead of Embiid or Jokic or whatever? Um, I think it's going to be like a super close race at the end of it. But, but I'll put it this way for Joe. If he wins these games, I don't even think he really needs to dominate. If they just win both of these games, I, I would be stunned if he is not the MVP. It just feels like, He's got kind of the narrative. He's got the, the the team has played really well over the past couple of months. And there might be a little bit of uh, voter fatigue with Jokic too, as well. Mm-hmm. Like I think right or wrong, like I think there is a sense that if you're going to win three times in a row, you got to earn it. Like you got to be the clear 
um, guy. And, and like, I think Jokic has been fantastic this year. He's like one of the best offensive players in the league. I, you know, I know that's an unpopular opinion because you, you got to trash the guy uh, when you're, um, you know, when you're arguing for MVP, but, but I do think Joel would be a very deserving MVP. And it's something he's wanted for a while. Um, and it's, you know, I, I don't really mind that he wants it too. Like I, you, mm-hmm. you, you win the MVP by just being an excellent team player and, you know, kind of lifting your team up to new heights or whatever. And he's really, he's done that this year. So right now I think he's the MVP, but Rob, I think like if we get a couple tough games, like I, I agree and losing out on it. And it's, you know, it's one of those things. I think it's very much up in the air. I really do. Um, Rich, last one for me, the teams behind them. Is there anybody you really fear? I mean, I forget Milwaukee and Boston, but, but of the Cleveland, New York, if you want to throw the nets in there, heat, whomever, is there anybody in the East that you say, watch out, you know, they're coming. Any of those teams really worry you? I don't. If, if Harden is healthy, no, I, I don't. I think the, uh, the Sixers have earned the benefit of the doubt for me. Just that, like, I think they're the third best team in the league, guys. Uh, unfortunately, the other two play in the same conference. We'll, we'll see what happens with, with Phoenix once they get Durant back. I, I could um, I, I could hear an argument that once they're fully formed, that they'll be a better team. But, uh, you know, those bottom teams, I, I think it'll be interesting. The, the one that stands out to me of that group, and that there's a chance the Sixers get them in a 3-6 matchup, is the Miami Heat. Uh, mm. I think that would be kind of like that. That would be the scariest one, I think, for – for good reasons for a lot of people, just because you see Jimmy Butler on the court on the other side, when you see Eric Spolstra on the other sideline, like very experienced, you know, really great organization. The thing is though, guys, like they, they can't score. So, uh, I, you know, and it's, it's weird. They have a weird thing where like one year they're the one seed the next year, they don't seem like they have it. Uh, to me, I've watched them enough. Like, did you remember the back to back at the beginning of the month? It's like, you know, the Mm -hmm. Sixers play the like a terrible game. Lost here one there. Right. Yep. Yeah, they, they, yep. they play like a slugfest type game and they lose by three. It was like the worst game the Sixers have played, I think, in like the past two months or whatever. And probably besides that Phoenix game. And then they go to Miami without Embiid and they just kill them. Like they, mm-hmm. they beat them by 30. And I just I, I kind of look at that and say, if you can't beat that team, like what, what are you doing? You yeah, know? You, you, um, you don't have any business, you know, with any of these discussions we're having. Yeah. Yeah, and so that's that's I guess how I would look at it. I, I would say Miami would be the scariest of that group just because mm. of their experience, but like that's that's one where I, I would not expect the Sixers to struggle. Like they, they gotta bury that team. They're, they're mm. just better. Yep. Well said. Well said. Rich, thank you, Perfect. man. Thank uh, you, appreciate bro. it. Yeah, appreciate and, it. And, and job, always, always follow Rich uh on Twitter again at Rich underscore Hoffman. You can follow him on the athletic as well, uh covering the Sixers and does an awesome job. Rich, thanks, man. Appreciate, appreciate you. Appreciate it, bro. All right, guys. See you. Be good, man. Yeah. That is Rich Hoffman. Uh, interesting thoughts there, guys. I, I am. I share Rich's concern with Harden with this thing. Like, even if he goes tonight, is this a recurring thing? Like, can he get past this? Is he going to be able to hold up? And Barrett, yeah, like you've been saying, man, forget about seeding. Let's just make sure these guys are rested. They're going to have some hard decisions when you play. Like, for example, they play April 2nd at Milwaukee, April 4th at home against Boston. They may be games where – you need to sit some guys. Right, right. Like You know, and that might hurt, hurt you having a shot of catching them. But if it makes you, you know, better in the long run, uh, by all means, like you got to sit them. And Rich makes a great point about that week off. That's huge, too. Huge. Yeah, that's big. Well, you know, unfortunately, um, the Sixers are in this situation. And they're, they're, they're in a great position, but the two primary cogs in this whole thing are kind of limping to the finish line right now. 
Um, you know, and, and we we don't even talk about we haven't even talked about MB with that foot issue. You got to hold your breath because that thing could resurface at any given moment. Also, oh, don't say that, man. No, man. I'm just saying, you know, with that foot issue thing, all you got to do is come down with a rebound the wrong way on somebody's foot. Yeah, you know that stuff goes. It's oh, just one thing after another. Got a little yeah. something here. Uh, and beads out tonight. So see, Cap. well, you know, and it looks like Harden's going to play according to Adrian Wojnarowski. So no Embiid. He should have never played Saturday night. No, he should have no, never tough. played Saturday night. That's it makes no sense. No, when you got that calf issue and you had them back to back, and you're going from the top of California down to Arizona in 24 hours, and you're asking to play two high profile games like that, you should have, like you said, you should have rested them Saturday to get them ready for tonight. That's well, what he should have done. I'm gonna tell you this: the reason why we want to want him to play is because we want to play him play against Jokic. I think he would have tried to do right. a little too much playing against him, and that's why he's sitting him this time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, from a you know from a tactical standpoint, it makes sense from a coach's to look at him like, all right, I you know we'll play him this game. We're not gonna play him next game, but we know he's gonna play like a damn fool. Um, if 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 he's playing against you, he was going to show. He wants to show everybody he is, no doubt, the best player in the league. So uh, you know, it might be some gamesmanship. Yeah, See, Tony just, just said, "There goes his MVP chances." Yeah, yep. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm not saying yes and or no on that, but I just think take the L Saturday against Phoenix, and he plays tonight. And I know what Barrett's saying. It, make, it makes it makes a really good point that we didn't. We're probably not thinking of that he's going to try and just do anything. But if he's rested, if he's better rested, you're not as worried about him going as hard on you. Absolutely. Tonight, I just yep. I, like just take okay, take the loss against Phoenix. You're going to sit both he and Harden. I mean, I don't get it. I think I think that's an organization. Even if Joel was like, no, I want to play. Sorry, man, you're not. You're not playing. <laughs> I mean, you know, keep, in, keep in consideration, they still have two heavyweight games coming up, Milwaukee and Boston. You got two he's, heavyweight games coming up. I don't like he's this. a little pissed right now, though. I, I, I can almost guarantee he's pissed, pissed, pissed wow. about that. It, that. This is a strange one from the Sixers. It, it's bizarre the way that this thing's been handled. It really is. Um, anyway, all right. Um, I don't get it. Should have set out the Phoenix game. I had to get it out of my system one more time. Okay. <laughs> whoa, whoa. It's only Monday. Hold I on know. there, fella. I know. I know. All right. All right, fiery Rob, man. Yes. Yes. Deep breaths. All right. So uh, we'll come back. Let's dig back into the big story of the day with Lamar Jackson. Um, and I and I think what we can do, guys, is look into potet- potential landing spots, which you didn't really get a chance to get into. Um, you know, what teams – could be in the running here because there are still a lot of teams. Maybe one of the teams that we thought was going to draft one of those young kids, maybe they become, you know, a, a force here and trying to get him. So let's, let's touch base on that. Uh, when we come back and dig into all, a bunch of other NFL stuff, one, uh, one former all pro is going back home, so to speak. Uh, Sean Payton speaking, Andy Reid talking about the, uh, the Eagles today at the owners meeting. So we'll do all those kind of things. When we come back, don't go anywhere. That's Eric. That's Barrett. I'm Rob. We're Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Let's talk about Flynn Tree Services right now. Flynn Tree, Flynn Tree Services is an experienced, licensed, and insured Pennsylvania tree services company that will trim or remove any unwanted trees off of your property. They offer cost-effective solutions to any tree problem that you may face. So if you have any types of issues in your tree or yard, great time to get this done before the spring and summer really kick in, Okay. 
And just a quick phone call away. They're experts trimming all types of trees, and they serve southeastern Pennsylvania, South Jersey, and northern Delaware. Flynn Tree Services specializes in tree removal, stump grinding, as well as tree pruning. Uh, you go to their Facebook or their Instagram page for more information or a sampling of their work. Give Flynn Tree Services a call at 610-850-2848. 610-850-2848 or online at flynntreeservices.com. That's flynntreeservices.com. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. Imagine for a moment that you went to work today, and when you came home, you were catastrophically injured. Your life and your family's life. That's what happened to union construction worker Mike Little. I was scared of what the end was going to be, but to be 100% honest with you, I knew I was going to be all right just by talking with Brian in my heart. I just knew everything was going to be all right. Call the firm and find out why they say, we got this. Call 215-458-2222. Heading down the shore. Here, imaginations run wild and time stands still. Because here, you can find the best of the Jersey Shore all on one five-mile island. So leave the old you behind and get lost in the woods. My name is uh, Fran Solano. I'm a managing director here at DelVal Insurance Group. Been in the business for over 36 years, saving people money on their insurance needs. Give us a call. Let us help you custom design an insurance plan that meets both your needs and budget. of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. All right, we're back. Fast first two hours of the program. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. All right, guys, let's get into some NFL talk. Let's revisit what we were talking about a little bit earlier with Lamar Jackson, who was put in for a trade request. Now, you know, John Harbaugh said today, we're we're proceeding as scheduled. Oh, okay, believe whatever you want to believe. Um, but they, um, 
this appears like a divorce is headed here. It's imminent uh, between these two. Now, the, one of the questions uh, when you look at this thing is, who are some of the teams out there who are still very much in need of a quarterback? And if you look at it, there's a couple that spring to mind, right? Let's start in the NFC. Um, Washington Commanders. Oh. You know, they're, they're sitting there right now. They have Sam Howell. Uh, they grabbed Jacoby Brissett, correct, uh, as their backup. Yep. So they had they certainly have a couple of guys who they could potentially go with, but neither one of let's be frank, neither one of those guys is Lamar Jackson. So you know, an eight eight and one team that feels like they're they're pretty close. You throw him into that mix with some of those weapons that they have, uh, that could be interesting for sure. No question about it. The only problem right now is until Washington fixes that offensive line, Lamar will be running for his life every time he step back to pass. True. But in terms of people he could throw the football to or hand off to, they are very deep in those areas of the game. And Dangerous. on top of that, you put him in an Eric B. Enemy offense? Are you kidding mm-hmm. me? Mm-hmm. That's the last thing the other three teams in the NFC East would want to see. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, that, that'd be the – That'd be the perfect mix because he would he would have weapons to go to. It would be crazy how well that offense could be able to run, you know, just from just like you said, throwing to weapons like that, number one. Number two, having a running game with two guys that can play. Um, yeah, that, I mean, it's a nice mix. I just don't see the Washington Commanders doing something that well, you know. <laughs> I can't see it. They uh, they just that'd be too much like right, and I can't see them doing that. Yeah, um, yeah. It feels like it, they would just get in their own way. Um, yep. <laughs> right. Um, all right. So, a couple other things, a couple other teams that he may be in line for here. Now, keep in mind, you you still have the sort of usual suspects who are at the top of the draft. Like you know, I I, I wouldn't say Carolina because they've given a ton up already. So I'm not saying them, but maybe Houston, uh, maybe the Colts. You know, maybe some of those teams along those lines. I, I don't know if I would. Um, I'm trying to think of some of maybe Atlanta. You Atlanta, disc- yeah, Atlanta's definitely I think in the mix. But if you okay, so let, let any of those teams I think are possible. Other teams in the NFC. Um, Does Green Bay love Jordan Love? Yeah, yeah, I think mm-hmm. they do. I think they're commit. They're going to commit to him. That's why they're trying to get rid of uh, a Rod now. Now, I mean, even with that trade, what's the hold up on that? I mean, why why are both teams sitting there and not just go ahead and do it? Eventually, it's going to happen. It feels like the Jets. Maybe the Jets are just trying to jack everybody up, you know, for, mm. for a crazy uh, return. I, at least that's the way Rogers kind of laid it out. Um, what do you say? Could the Jets be in the mix for uh, Lamar Jackson if the A Rod thing doesn't work out? Could they? That's that's a that's a pop. Can you imagine him in that that offense? But that would be fascinating. Like if you just pull the chair out from under oh that my. one, where where Rogers is basically like, "I'm playing for the Jets or nobody else." Okay, dude. Well, the Jets are out. <laughs> me, me, <laughs> where are you playing now? Meanwhile, Green Bay is saying, "Hey man, I was just playing. You can have Aaron Rodgers give us a fifth right. or a sixth. You can yeah, have it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're right. It. This could weirdly help the Jets. This whole thing. I'm telling you, man. You know, hey, look, you send them to Houston. You know, we talk about Houston as a team in rebuild. If you send them to Houston, and, and if Houston was willing to give up the first pick, I mean, Houston's got two great running backs. They picked up Devin Singletary now to go with Damian Pierce, good young running back. Yeah, I like Pierce. You got Robert Woods, okay. Noah Brown of Dallas. You, you guys heard me talk about. It. I love him as a young receiver. Right. You know, they got two okay receivers. Tight end. Now they got Dalton Schultz from the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. 
you know, you got yeah, you got Laramie, yeah, you got Laramie Tunsil and Shaq and Shaq Mason and Titus Howard on your offensive line. Mm-hmm. That's not a bad, you know. We keep talking about Houston's in re, rebuild mode. Okay, yeah. And you look at defense, they have Malik Collins, Sheldon Rankins, Christian Harris now. Young yeah. secondary, man. You know. Jimmy and Ward. A good defensive head, head yeah. coach, too. They picked up Demico. Jimmy Ward from the 49ers. Derek Singled, uh, Sting, uh, Derek Stingley, they drafted in the first round. From LSU. Dude, that's not, that's not a bad nucleus of players you got down in Houston. You put a Lamar Jackson down there. Petrie from the state, uh, from, from, uh, from, from Baylor. Mm-hmm. All those guys played and got experience now. They, they played this last year, so mm. they are a candidate to make a serious improvement. I'm not telling you playoffs, but like, right, you know, right, definitely, nice definitely, definitely, yeah. definitely, definitely. I'm um, just thinking with that, you know, Lamar, he wants to go down south, he wants to go to Atlanta. That's what I heard. Yeah, he he's, a, he's, a, he's a Florida kid, he's a Miami kid. So, what if he goes to Miami? Any chance of that? Didn't they just pick up Tua's fifth-year option? I, I, yeah, yep. I, I, and they, man, they they've been spending like drunken sailors the last couple of years. Do they have enough cap space and whatnot to be able to pull mm. it off? Maybe. I, I'm sure he'd love to go there. They got the draft capital, don't? Oh, they don't have the draft capital anymore, though. No, they don't have it anymore. They no. sold that off to get um to get the receiver. They don't have a first rounder. If I'm looking at this right, <laughs> right, right. They let they they send everything in in the kitchen sink to, to uh-huh. for Tyreek Kansas city. Yeah. 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 They mm. might, it might be tough for Miami just from an ammunition standpoint. Mm. To be able to they got Chubb too. They traded yep. Chubb last year. Yep. Yeah. Well, I, all right. So let, let's run through candidates here. Jets. That's a little out of the box, but not crazy. Um, would Belichick make a move? Ooh. No. The hoodie. I don't think Bel- I don't think he's Belichick's kind of quarterback. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think he fit in Belichick's. I mean, he's Brady pocket guy, but yeah, Mac Belichick Jones, Brady. Man, I don't know. I don't think that would work in New England. Okay. Yeah, they got, at least they got an office coordinator now, though. Yeah, O'Brien there now. Yeah. So mm. at least they got an office coordinator. Um. All right. I'll give you some other potentials here. The Colts. That's like sending them to purgatory. <laughs> Colts. Oh man, I'll come back and play for that 32 million friends. Please don't send me to Indianapolis. Please. Is Tennessee too to get the cap gut it to be able to do anything? I mean, I'm yeah, not sold on Tannehill. Does Tannehill winning you a Super Bowl? That's the question you ask no. yourself. But see, they came out and said they're committed to Tannehill. You're gonna go back on your word now? That means nothing now. Well, I know. Because they go no, no. in Baltimore, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna backtrack and say, well, you know, we went in another direction. And I mean I just don't believe anything they say now. Crazy, man. All right. Well, all right. Let, let's uh, let's hit a couple other candidates here. Yeah, I think Indy's a possibility for sure. We Houston, yeah. We'll you know we'll see. I think Houston's probably going to draft a young guy and just build from there. But we'll you know we'll see. Absolutely, they are. Um, Washington. Uh, we'll see. I think New Orleans. Even uh, Derek Carr, forget that. No, they got Derek Carr. Atlanta, yeah. out west. Yeah, that's that's tough, man. I mean, I don't I, think anybody it, out west in the in the NFC. Maybe Tampa. Tampa definitely. Yeah, Tampa. Baker Mayfield's one year, and you yeah. know that that's and for got nothing. a lot of weapons in Tampa. Maybe yeah. Tampa. I think Tampa's a possibility. Again, uh, he's, from, he's from the Miami area, which is. Yep. You know, what are you thinking about Detroit? You know that are they in love with um no they Goff. love golf. Goff. They love golf. Goff had a phenomenal year last year. Yeah, They're not go. gonna mess up that chemistry. 
Um, Atlanta, they keep saying they're 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 committed to Ritter. Will you give me Lamar Jackson? I'm saying Desmond, who? Yeah. Hey man, look, I know what we told you, but look, we're sending you here. We're trying to give you a fresh start. <laughs> we love you, but yeah, we got this dude named Lamar waiting to come mm-hmm. here, and it just ain't gonna work. I mean, you yeah, got Drake London down there. Yeah, I, oh, I, I, I'll Kyle tell Pitch. you, the Desmond Ritter thing goes out the window if you yeah, really does. are interested in Lamar. Yeah, so, I mean, that's that's the – and plus he's a young guy. He's only on his second year, that rookie contract. You can sit him down just like Love has been sitting down for the past four years or five yep. years this year. Yep. Yeah. So. All right, well, it's, it's, it's food for thought, though. I mean, I, you just do wonder if some of the teams that are – look like they were just definitely going to take a, a young kid in the first round, maybe jump into this mix. Um, so we'll see. Financially, you're giving up a lot more. Uh, that's for sure. All right, AFC Bobby. Side? What's that? The AFC side. You think there's any chance he goes somewhere? Uh, I think, I think the Jets thing is interesting. Just the Jets, yeah. Jets. I think. And Colts. Jets and Colts, Colts are on the team. Maybe the Titans, like you said. Yeah, Titans, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's probably it. Uh, Bobby Wagner, back to the Seahawks. Wow. And makes, you know, he still could – dude, his numbers were awesome last year. Yeah, he balled out. Yeah, He was a cap casualty. See, there's a prime example of a player leaving and saying, I can't believe they – after what I did for that organization, you know, they turned their backs to me. All of a sudden, well, you know, we made up. Meeting, Look at Jaron Reed. Went to Green Bay for one year. He's going back to Seattle now. So Seattle's defense, which was trash, don't look so bad now. Nope. Put Bobby right. Wagner back in the de- middle of that defense. Jaron mm-hmm. Reed back in the trenches. A little bit different now. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah, no doubt. That's a uh, good move. That's a good move, Seattle. I love that move for Seattle. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, the one thing they play. had was, uh, you know, they didn't have was the defense. And now with Wags being back in there, I mean, it, they, they might make some noise, man. They, yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, no I still like their secondary digs. Oh Woolen, yeah, Woolen balled out, man. Oh, he, he was rough. awesome. Yeah, he was incredible. He's he's a converted wide receiver. Yep. Well, he ran a four like four two. Yeah. At corner, and then um, you know, they bring in Julian Love, mm-hmm. uh, at the nickelback slash safety position. I mean, I, I like what I'm seeing up there, and you know, they got the deal done with Geno. They have a good tight end and no offense. The only thing is, you know, I mean. They're going to beat up on uh, Kenneth Walker. <laughs> They're going to run the heck out of that little guy. Yeah, right? yeah without Penny. Yeah, sure. yeah. He's 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 going up. You know, he's 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 coming downhill. They're going to play him and play him and play him. But, you know, they did a good job with their offensive line. You know, bringing in two guys that started for him last year and Lucas and Cross and mm-hmm. having those two young tackles, you know, learn, learn you know, and, 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 you know, just by throwing them out there. He, you know, they both got, and towards the end of the season, they both played very, very well. So that's, I mean, that's good for them. Their offensive lines were pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no question. Uh, all right. So a couple other odds and ends. Uh, Sean Payton, very clear. We are not trading either Jerry Judy or Cortland Sutton. Uh, what all the, all the speculation was not coming from our end. Would you? No. You know, Sean Payton, I'm like, hey, 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 hold up here. <laughs> I came into this job looking at this roster like this. I have a plan here. I have the pieces I need. 
I don't want to worry about trying to cultivate a, a first-round draft pick receiver. I got exactly what I need right now. Well, yeah, I, I want to see what anybody. these two guys look like with a real offense being run. Yes, it, absolutely. You know, he, he was pretty funny. They asked Peyton, did you go back and look at all the tape from last oh, year? Yeah. Said, it was tough to watch. <laughs> <laughs> so he didn't really pull any punches. That was a disaster last year with Nathaniel Hackett. Uh, anyway, so, yeah, I mean, that, I wouldn't trade those guys. I want to see what this looks like, you know, with everybody right. Yes. I don't blame him one bit. And I think Sean Payton is going to turn that thing around. I really do. I think here we go again, talking about who can compete with Kansas city. I think a Sean Payton coach Denver team can compete with Kansas city. Can or a can you're saying can, can oh. compete with the Kansas city. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that division, you know, like if you looked at it, I, I, w- I really think the Chargers should have changed coaches, but anyway, the Chargers have some talent. Um, but if the Raiders can get the rack together, it's a big if. Denver's going to be better. Chargers are at least going to be a competitive team, and then it's the Chiefs. It's not an easy division for sure. Sean McDermott's going to call the defensive plays um, for the Bills, which is this is a very important season for him and that team because they, they've been a close but no cigar team for a little bit here. It's time. Yeah, the SOS is out for, for Sean. Um, yeah. That team was loaded. <laughs> That team was loaded. You were in prime position to get it done, and you didn't. You fell short twice, two years in a row. And now you're starting to see some of the cre- cracks in the armor. You know, Devin Singletary is gone. Devin Singletary is a good little running back. You're losing other players in the trenches, you know. And now it's on you. Your defense wasn't one. Is what, what Your defense was not what it was last year, what it was in 2021. And so now the SOS is out. You gotta you gotta do something. You gotta throw that life raft out now, man. But you could be on the hot seat. They gave you everything you wanted and needed mm-hmm. to succeed, and you fell flat twice. Yeah, no doubt. Um so Robert Sala says that uh Zach Wilson is firmly the number two, which when you think about it, <laughs> why did you bring that up? Two things. He definitely played like it. <laughs> Number two. In a literal sense. <laughs> Literally, it's number two. Uh, but the other part is like, okay, if he's number two, if you don't have this thing done with Aaron Rodgers yet, who's number one? You don't have a number one. They only have two quarterbacks on the – I think it's one quarterback. Mike White is gone. Is down in there. You only have one quarterback on the Flacco. He's gone. The back of quarterback is Chris – Strever, yeah, that guy. Strever? He came into one of those Thursday night games, which was a total nightmare. Remember right, that? right. Yeah. So what are they talking about? He's a firm number two. You don't even have a number one. What are you talking about? A firm number two. You went out and signed all these receivers, and you don't have anybody you want to throw the ball to firm. him. Yeah, yeah, I, no, I mean, no, sorry. What'd you say? You I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying there to you go. There you go. I know. Sorry, I couldn't help myself. I'm sorry, Derek. You don't want to run. See, just like Zamethi and Watson just said, Rob, out of pocket. There you go. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, people. I'm trying to control myself. Yeah. You just open that door. What, what is it though? How do you do? How, how do you approach this? They, they are. They have not pulled the trigger yet. I know. And we're talking about like a, we're talking about like a hundred hundred million dollars that uh that that is old. That you know, a Rod is old. Can they take that salary on? How much are they go? How much is, is Green Bay gonna be on the hook? I mean, they're trying to work that out. That's that's why this thing I think is complicated. Man, that's ridiculous, man. Because at this point, I think they said it's like 57, 58 old this year. Right. That's what it is. Okay, so let me ask you about this. Who's holding who hostage? Green Bay or, or the Jets? 
who's holding who hostage here? It's a good question, Derek, because we all automatically assume that Green Bay is asking for the world, you know, back, right? And the Jets may be saying, you better eat some of this because we're not taking on this whole this whole bad boy here. You know, we got to figure this thing out. I don't know. Come on, Jets, man. Come on, Jets. What? Jets just put, uh, yo, Lamar just went to San Fran. No. No, we didn't. (laughs) No, don't say that. That's another team I wouldn't want to see him with. San Francisco? But he wouldn't want. Oh, to, he yeah. wouldn't want to. Yeah, that ain't happening. No. That ain't well, well, what if he did with that team? What did you put Lamar on that team? Yeah, look, I'll tell you this today. Lynch at the owners' meetings um, said that they view it as Purdy's job to lose. Basically, right? He's in the driver's seat. They said he said, "quote I think Brock has earned the right with the way he played. He's probably the, the leader in the clubhouse." And he said, "I'll let Kyle make those Kyle Shanahan make those decisions." But I know when we talk, Brock has probably earned the right. You know, so that Lance, means, got that means Trey, Trey Purdy and those guys are are not to mention uh, what's his name, Darnold is there too. Mm-hmm. Those guys are are they give a lot up for Trey Lance? Yeah, they did. This was what three first rounders for him. Whew. I think it was three. Man, so yeah, I mean Lance, you know, has all the measurables, all the measurables, six foot four. 225 cannon, pounds, cannon for an cannon arm. of an arm. Yeah, but just didn't do it. He didn't wow anybody, man. That's what I'm saying. You only got, you only got a short amount of time to maximize the experience that a, that a team is looking for you and looking for you to do. He just, you know, he just has done nothing when given the opportunity. Yeah, he got hurt. We get that, but he still, they still weren't confident. Not even in. You can at least woo him in practice. You can at least, you know, you know. Make yourself look good in practice. He didn't even make. He yeah. didn't even put it like this. He didn't even have the veteran players. Yeah, on his side, like, well, I mean, you got to show us something. You know, they they were like less than enthusiastic on him being the starter going into um, last yeah. year. Yeah, you're right. It's interesting. He, he, you're right. He, he generally, when you get a lot of benefit of the doubt when you give up as much as they gave up and took him where they took him, but they they didn't seem so. I mean, Jimmy G was supposed to be out of there. Somehow Jimmy G was still hanging around because they didn't feel that that trust. Happen? Yeah, they didn't feel that trust in Trey Lance. Um, yeah, that's 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 another one to keep your eye on there. A uh, couple other NFL notes. Um, the this one is driving me crazy, guys. The, it looks like the roughing the passer call is not going to be reviewable. Like yes. I, I to me, there's a I lot would. of egregious stuff that goes on in the league, but none worse than when a defensive player just makes a tackle of yep. a quarterback and there's nothing more to it, and yep. the guy gets a flag. For landing on top of the quarterback now. Oh. I saw you that a couple of times. That's what they're saying. The, 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 the hope was you were going to be able to review it this year. But the but the way from what we're hearing is there, you're not going to be able to review it. It's going to be just the flag, and that's it. Either it is or it isn't. It's going to be at the official's discretion with no review. That's that, How many times have we seen where a defender barely brushes a quarterback's face mask and call it pass interference? And they, they miss the call completely. Sometimes they'll hook the face mask, and it doesn't get called. Are you kidding me? They're going to put this in the hands of the refs now? Yeah. Mm, that's That's scary. That that's they can't get it right with replay. Yeah, nope, that's what I'm saying. And, and oh man, it's gonna be a lot of this games decided on that, and it's gonna yes. be horrible, garbage, horrible, man. Yep. Why, why mess with it? Why are they messing with it anyways? 
Well, we, I want them to mess with it because I want it to be reviewable. It wasn't before. You know what I'm saying? I wanted oh, it, it wasn't? To, no. Now they're leaving it. They're just keeping it as a status quo. Oh, that's BS, man. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's a tough one. That is definitely a tough one. There's no doubt. Well, yeah, look, I, 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 oh, I, what's the matter? No, I'm just saying, man, I can't believe they're even considering that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, guess who just got signed? Who's still, uh, Still hanging around, Sidney Jones. Remember Sidney Jones? Oh, yeah, the, the DB cornerback. Yeah. Oh yeah, second yeah, round pick. He signed with the Bengals. Oh, one year that's deal. Good look for him. That's yeah. a good look for him. Um, all right, let me throw some names at you here, guys, of free agents who are still eva- uh, available. Okay. So and now this could just be, hey, really like the guy. Probably not a fit for the Eagles, or could be a fit for the Eagles. Whatever. Odell Beckham Jr. is still out there. Now, he's going to be too rich for the Eagles' blood, but he's still out there. There's a thought that he ends up with the Jets with Aaron Rodgers if if that ever happens. Wait a minute. You put Odell with Garrett Wilson, and who else did they just sign? They traded Elijah Moore. They traded Elijah Moore. They got Alan Lazard. Lazard. Garrett Wilson. And who else was it? Corey Davis. Corey Davis. You're going to – Odell? So again, you're looking to get more pass catchers, and you don't have anybody throwing the ball. That is the most butt backward way of, of putting this thing together I've ever seen. It makes no sense, man. Like, I, like we know the deal is going to be done. We know the deal is going to be done. You know, it's an absolute certainty because of the way to talk to him. Yes, because I mean, for him to say Zach Wilson, uh, Wilson is the, the solid, solid, solid. You had to mention that name again, didn't you? You just had to go there. I mean, I mean, of course, man. You know, it, it was it was just too too good to stop. You know, when you're talking about the milf hunter. <laughs> uh, then you had to add that in there. Here we go. It is exactly it's not a cuss word. No, and, it's not a cuss word. Nope. What man knows what he likes. The, the word milf is not a cuss word. No. No. Well, oh, really? What what is milk? If stand you for? actually say it all the way out. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, here we right, go. See, moving. here we go. Milk hunter. There's two so uh, far. I mean, here it's we not go. Cuss word, man. Well, milf is not. You're right, but I'm saying, like Rob said, if you said the word, it is. I'm not saying the word. I'm saying milf. Okay. Right, okay. It's it. only so he likes. He likes. What should should say? Cougar? He likes experience. Experience. Yes. Um, I mean, at least it's not a lady of the night. No, it's all good. It's all the up and up. Or, with, or are they? We don't know. <laughs> well, man, he likes mom's best friends. Wow. Yes, and mom wow. is not a bad choice either. Strong, very strong. Strong, strong genes. Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. So wow. uh, Jarvis Landry's still out there, fellas. Jarvis would there. be a great yeah. third receiver yeah. for us. Right? That's one I'm thinking maybe. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. I, I can't believe that? Jarvis is still on the market, to be honest. And he yeah, would I, want I, to come here as a destination point too. Yeah, maybe. I guess definitely possible. Wow, can you imagine him? But can you imagine on third downs, we're having you know because we like to run a lot of you know eleven personnel anyways, one running back, one tight end, and then we have three receivers out there. You put him at the slot, he's made his living killing people in the slot, no doubt. Mm. And with him, Smith, and Brown on the outside, oh, that'd be deadly. But he's a, he's another health health guy, so you can probably get him cheap because of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> There's some offense. There's some O linemen. I wouldn't necessarily say the Eagles are in the running for 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 these guys, but anyway, there are some offensive linemen out there. Uh, Isaiah Wynn is one. Tara Lewan, who was good, but he's hurt a ton. Uh, yeah. Donovan Smith, who looks like he's definitely on the back nine um, from Tampa. 
yeah. guys who I think could still play and help teams for sure. But I don't know. Penn State guy too. Yeah, Donovan Smith. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's offense. Let me throw some defensive yeah. names. I don't want any parts. The only thing with the offensive linemen, the ones that I've looked at, yeah. they're all 32, 31, 32, 32. You know what I mean? They're all up yeah. there. Yeah, and you're you you really considering Kelsey and, and Lane. You got to start getting younger with you know guys. And you, you have some guys on the bench for sure, but you want to get younger. Yep. Uh, I I don't want any parts of Clowney. Clowney's available. No, no, no thank I'll, you. I'll take a pass. No, another guy I wouldn't want any parts of is Bud Dupree. Yeah, he's hurt a lot. Yeah, yeah, but he's out there. He's a, he's a name. Uh, there's a couple edge guys like Frank Clark's still out there. Frank Clark's had his share of run-ins, but Frank Clark can play. Um. Uh, Melvin Ingram on the edge, Yannick Ngakwe on the edge. There's some I names. I want Yannick Ngakwe. I think he lost it. I'm yeah. surprised these guys are still on the market. Based yeah. just on their name, I'm, I'm just shocked. Money? That's Maybe it. they're asking too much? I, I don't know. Yeah, but they get humbled. This is the time of free agency where all these people asking for a lot of money get humbled real quick. True. Mm-hmm. True. Uh, Rocky Miles, Sin is out there. Good cornerback. Temple, Temple guy. Yep. yep. I would, I would, I would take him um, if we were still looking for a corner. I look for a corner more. What about Miles Jack? Yes, yeah, the linebacker. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Was he? Um, he was last in Pittsburgh. He's twenty-eight. Pittsburgh. He's, yeah, he's twenty-eight. He's only he's, twenty-eight. Yeah, he was in Pittsburgh. Started for him. Played well for him. I don't know why he's. Yeah. You know, I, they don't usually let guys go. Well, sometimes they do. Hargrave got out of there. Yeah, that's it's it's, it's a mean, name. You look at the linebackers, they got some interesting – now, they're all between 28 and 31. You have Cleveland's Deion Jones is 29. Zach Cunningham, Tennessee, 29. Hmm. These are all good linebackers. Damian Wilson, uh, Carolina, 30. Anthony Bardellis, 31. You know, they're all – You asked about him the other day. Yeah. yeah. Um, Anthony Bard. you think he would fit – I don't think he fits in our scheme. We don't know what the scheme is yet. We don't know. <laughs> I don't know – Unless you got inside information, I don't know. I don't know what Sean decides running to be right, right. We say right. the base is a three four, but everything's a hybrid now. Nothing is what it used to be. Yeah, they're gonna run the heck he's running. You know what I mean? They're gonna run an over and under front with that hybrid. Hmm. So, yeah, could Anthony Barr fit that? At the at the middle, he'd, he'd have to be the mic. That means you'd have to yeah. move. Yeah. Um, you'd have to move the Kobe to weak side. Kobe Dean to the weak side. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And I think the Kobe we would be just. I'm hoping again, based on potential, I think he could be just as effective on the weak side as he would be in the middle. Well, you know, in in the three four system, depending on how they run it, it's still the same guy. He'll still be in the middle of the defense. And, you, you have know, two inside, yeah, yep. So he would still be that type of linebacker. Mm. Let me ask you guys this: um, What about Marvin Jones for our wide receiver? Guy? Yeah, from Jacksonville. He's thirty three. Yeah, he's an option. Right what about Julio Jones? But he's thirty-four. Oh, man, I, I yeah, we're, we're, I think both guys have definitely seen better years. Um, I uh, is it possible that, especially with a guy like Julio, he's still looking for a pretty good payday? I think he may be. I but, think he may well, be. Now that you brought up receivers, what about these two names? They would fit as a slot role because we know a slot role in this Eagles offense is an understudy. It's not a star position. How about Byron Pringle out of Chicago, 30 years old, and Brashard Perryman from Tampa Bay is 30 years old? I like Pringle. I don't, want, I don't like Byron. Bar- well, of course yeah. you like Pringle. He's a Kansas State guy. But, um, oh, they all, I don't want him there. I, saw, I don't want him. Never that. mind. <laughs> but Perryman, I don't want him because he's done nothing. Yeah. First rounder, just done nothing. I wouldn't you also, want him. 
You also have Randall Cobb's thirty-three. What about he's a he's a solid slot guy. He's thirty-three, but he's yeah, you know, he's thirty-three now. What about him? Yeah, Mm. yeah, I think so. I mean, I mean, look, maybe, maybe I'll tell you. Look, one name we didn't get to is Rodney McLeod. There you go. Bring him back. You know, I'll give you another one. He's already said he'll come back. And once if we're talking about reclamation artists. projects, how about Eric Rowe playing safety now? Uh, I saw Ooh. that one. I was like, uh, I don't know. What do you think? Uh, Eric Rowe. Is he uh, available? Yeah, yes, he's available. he was in Miami last year, I think. I think it was Miami last yeah, year. I think it was Miami. Yeah. yeah. He's available, yes. Interesting. Eric Rowe is a safety instead of corner. Let's, mm, I don't know, man. Still Eric Rowe. I don't know. Well, if that's a good uh, thing, would you bring in a Matt Pryor as a swing tackle? He's only 28 years old. Yeah, Matt Pryor. I would. Yeah, he was here before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would. Absolutely. Yes. If we're bringing in reclamation projects. Yep. I, if that's the case, I, he'd be on my depth chart ahead of Jack Driscoll. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I like that, actually. Right. I, 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 would, I would go that route. Not as you say it. Yeah. Um, all right, let's hit it. Let's come back. We'll uh, we'll revisit a couple other Eagles things that we did. We got a little news: uh, Will Villanova women's hoops uh, uh, for you, and a bunch of other things: birthdays, movies, all the good stuff that we do in the final segment. Oh, uh, Pryor got signed according to LAFK, so he might uh, be an option. Okay. All right, we'll hit it. We'll come back, and uh, a lot more to dig into for sure as we roll into the final segment of the show. That's Derek. That's Barrett. I'm Rob. We're Sports Take. Jacob Sports YouTube Network. I want to tell you right now about Razor Technology. I mentioned last week I was uh, at the Razor's Edge Conference uh, down at Ocean, which was awesome. Now, Ocean Casino Resort, incredible event. Uh, I got to hang out with a bunch of really good people, learn a lot about the business, and they're one of the great sponsors of our show, and we do appreciate it. But uh, I want to let everybody know the future of work is not remote or in person. It's a hybrid model. In facing this new reality, businesses must reimagine their workplaces to align with the preferences and needs of modern employees. Razor Technology helps businesses create a workplace that gives their teams flexibility in choosing how and where they put their hours in. Online platforms for communication and collaboration combined with secure and adaptable mobile devices are enabling hybrid meeting experiences that are nearly on par with in-person events so everyone can feel like they are a part of the conversation. Employees with strong social connections with their team report better well-being, higher productivity, and better retention rates. Razor Technology helps growing organizations adapt to their hybrid environments with industry-leading digital tools and insightful guidance that promotes efficiency and workplace satisfaction. Learn more by calling Razor Tech today at 866-797-3282, 866-797-3282, or visit them online at razor-tech.com. That's razor-tech.com. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the stakes and the stakes, go to get your parlay on, go to get your party on, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to ocean, visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. I get scared sometimes of a lot of things. Joining in. Decisions. The dark. The dark. But I once heard someone say. But as I always say. It's okay to be afraid. As long as you face the fear. 
and keep moving forward. Wherever you are in life, count on the name trusted in insurance for over 80 years. Independence Blue Cross. Is the best vacation one that you find or one you get lost in? One that takes you to new heights or reminds you to go with the flow? To get your feet wet and your wheels spinning? One that lets you find your own rhythm or get carried away? Find the best of yourself. Get lost in the woods. Plan your stay in the Wildwoods today. Plan your day with confidence. Keep the umbrellas on hand. With action news and AccuWeather. Numerous tornadoes. Your go-to team when severe weather strikes. The water is still rising. Keeping you prepared wherever you watch. Action news and AccuWeather. The team you trust. We all know that taxes are just part of life. It's true during our working years, but also in retirement. But what you might not know is up to 85% of your Social Security benefits might be taxed. Our team at Thrive Financial has helped retire thousands of people across the Delaware Valley by asking questions they never knew they needed to ask, including how their Social Security benefits might be taxed. It's time to be proactive on taxes. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Final segment of the show. We appreciate you hanging out with us. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. All right, so I don't know uh, if you guys saw any of this last night, but uh, women college hoops, Caitlin Clark of Iowa went for a 40-piece a uh, triple-double. She oh, she wow. is unreal. Let, let, let's just start there. But she goes for 41-12-10 last night, and Iowa gets to their first Final Four since 1993. She's unbelievable, man. She is spectacular. Uh, she was great last night. A forty piece. Dang. Oh yeah, yeah. She's she is she can do everything, man. She's all over the place. I mean, it's there's some fun storylines there. You have um, South Carolina who plays again tonight to get to the final four, who's undefeated, who hasn't lost in two years. Dawn Staley just keeps tearing it up. Uh, you know, it's unbelievable what she's doing. But yeah, that that was some kind. Of, I was watching it last night after the men's stuff ended. You know, just kind of flipping around a little bit and. She was going to town. They played Louisville last. That was a good game. Um, and but she's she's been a great player. Um, Nova women unfortunately lost Friday after we got off the air, and um, they had a great a tough season. game. Man. Yeah, it was a tough. They were down huge and came all the way back, and and then ended up losing in the end. Maddie Seagrest, who there is their best player, had a year of eligibility remaining, and she's going to declare for the WNBA draft. She's mm. there's nothing else she has to prove at the at the nothing, college nothing. level. I, Good for her, you know. I see my girl Bella Run, you know. She's you tough, know? man. Tough. Uh, her, my, uh, her, and my daughter had classic battles together. You know, what I'm saying me and John used to be uh, at the games, man. You know, everybody's looking at us, uh, them two battling back and forth. You know what I mean? And and everybody turned around looking at us like, 
let the girls play. Don't turn around looking at us. Yeah. to do with that. <laughs> yeah, she plays like her daddy played. She's tough. She's she's uh, yeah, and she can shoot the three. She yeah. Man. She'll get on the floor like she's not afraid to, to whatever it takes to win. Man, she's tough, she's, real hard nose, hard good nose. player. Well, yeah, how about player. how about the UConn women? First time since two thousand seven, they're not in the final four. Right, mm. man. Since two thousand seven. I know it's crazy. It Jeez. is. They had a lot of injuries. They lost the the Paige yeah. Beckers and a bunch of other girls early in the season. And uh, yeah, they're they were they were really it was a battle to overcome that. But you watch, they'll be back. <laughs> you know. Oh, they're they're loaded. You look at the roster they got coming back. They're loaded. Yeah, and the recruiting I, class. You guys will see this uh, if you if you can get a chance to check it out. But uh, JT Real Muto got reje- got ejected mm-hmm. from the from an exhibition game today. Ridiculous. What so happened? he he, yeah. he he's holding out his glove for the umpire to give a new another ball, puts the glove down just as the ump's about to give it to him. The, the ump tosses him for it. Real Muto was like, "What are you, what are you kidding me? What happened? <laughs> I'm being thrown out for what?" Yeah, it, it's typical oversensitive umpiring. You know, let me make it about me. Oh, was he a little too sensitive? Yes, exactly, Aww. exactly, man. Um, so that was uh, that was kind of interesting there. Uh, another thing, we were talking about the NFL. Let, let me just circle back to this. So um, Robert Sala at the owners meetings regarding mm-hmm. the Jets and, and trying to get um, Aaron Rodgers saying, quote, it takes two to tango. It's a process. We respect the process. And whenever it gets done, it'll get done. I mean, it sounds like they don't have much doubt it's going to get done. But, mm-hmm. you know, for for whatever it's worth, it's still not gotten done. I mean, we're still here. Yeah, and if it doesn't, boy, you guys are in a bad way with all that pass catching ability and got I'm not saying his name. You yes. got that guy, that the guy, number CW. two guy yeah. who moves up to number one all of a sudden. Yes. Yeah. And it messes up their draft draft desires also. Because now you gotta scramble. Do we need to get a quarterback in the future now? Right. And they have they're gonna have more um resources for the draft if they're yep. not trading yep. for him. Yeah. Um, so that's that's another thing to keep going. That, that might bode well for the Eagles, who's sitting there at 10. Yep. True. That is true. Mm-hmm. No question. Mm. I, no, there is no doubt. The, you know, the other thing that was interesting is he um, – Sala basically said, yeah, you know, like Odell Beckham is very much on our radar. A lot of times guys won't even comment on, on players who aren't their own. So Wow. He came out and said that. Yeah, yep. he said he's on our radar. Yeah, yeah. So um, they're sitting at 13. They trade with the Eagles, get to 10. We go back and get the 13th pick and get some more draft commodities, maybe in the second or third round, because we don't have a we don't have a fourth, fifth, and a sixth. Right. So I mean it's not like you know, we 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 were sitting there twiddling our thumbs for one and a half days. You know what okay. I mean? Oh, and that's the worst. Just oh, from a, as a fan or a media, yep. it sucks when they trade out of that that first day. You're just like, really? Right. What do we do? You know what well, I mean? I've done draft shows where they've done that, where yes. I'm on for like four hours beforehand and nothing happens, and you're just like, really? Nothing to talk about. Uh, I was sitting right there next to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> true, you've done, you've done draft shows. I was sitting right there next it's to true. you. true. Yeah. Or they, draft, or they draft Marcus Smith, and we're all scrambling to, to find out who Marcus Smith is. What the hell? I'm like, Marcus, I'm, I was on remote, and you know, it instantly come to me, I'm the player. <laughs> 
Uh, what do you say about Marcus? Marcus Smith? Who the hell is Marcus Smith? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh I've been there and done that. <laughs> and then they call him, right? You know what I'm saying? And he, t- he tells the truth. Yeah, man, I was asleep. I didn't think I was getting drafted till tomorrow. <laughs> That's always a great time. <laughs> or or said, how about how about when they use a high draft pick and draft a fireman? And you're like, right. who? Oh. Uh, uh, yeah, you find out he's 26. Walking, you're like, what? Uh, from, from Canada, no doubt. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. just, just started playing football recently. Like, great. Good from news. Baylor, who at that point was a troubled Baylor Dan. Yeah, there was a lot going on at Baylor. Yeah, I'm like, what are we doing? Yeah, the whole thing, man. The whole thing. Uh, <laughs> Luka Doncic got uh, uh, Luka Doncic avoided a one-game suspension after his 16th technical foul was rescinded by the league from what? yesterday. Yeah, they rescinded it. They announced Monday that the technical had, had been rescinded after review uh, about five hours after the the Mavericks road game. I, I, here's what I'll say. He, he, he dodged a bullet here with this one. And, and look, everybody in that league is always on the refs. He is brutal with that. Yes. Doncic is crying 24 seven, man. Always. It, it's tough me. to watch sometimes. He'll get that 16th one before the regular season's over. Yeah. He can't help himself. <laughs> he might get it next game. He plays. Yes. He can't help yeah. himself. Yeah. I agree with you. I agree with you. So that was a, uh, that was interesting. The other big news of the day, just to circle back the Joel Embiid will not play tonight against the Nuggets. It looks like Harden may play, but no one beat tonight. I, I think the Sixers, play. I think they just botched this thing a million ways. Go ahead, Barry. I don't, I don't even want him to play anyways. I don't want Bead to play. In fact, I don't want um, Harden to play. Let him chill. Let him relax, sit back, yeah. get better, man. We don't need you right now, man. I mean, I, I, I don't want him to play right now. So they let both stars sit down. And then I want to see what these young guys, you know, this is playoff basketball. For them, it's playoff basketball. See how they're going to react. Oh, about a string. I, I, I appreciate you, string. Let me know. Um, Matt uh, Matt Pryor signed with our, our, our nemesis, the 49ers. Wow. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. He's going Good to work out of the stream. Ooh. Yeah, he signed it's with a the role, a role spot for him. Yep. Yeah. Well, he can start Ooh. because the, the right tackle that's there right now sucks. Oh uh, yeah, and that he's the backup to the back tackle. This uh, backup tackle sucked. You know what I'm saying? The other tackle went to I think Denver. McGlinchey went to Denver. Got a huge deal in Denver. Yeah. Huge deal. I'm just I'm just hating on him because I because I you know he's he's richer than I am. So that's why I'm hating. It ain't got nothing to do you know anything with me just hating that I was born way too early. That's all. Way too early. Uh, yeah. So uh, a couple other things. Let's hit the birthdays, and then we'll circle back to some of the Eagle stuff that we were, we were touching on a little mm. bit earlier. Uh, birthdays. All right, so we'll st- we got to start with this one. First and foremost, Barrett's former teammate, the one and only, and I mean that, the one R-C. and only. R.C. Randall Cunningham. Uh, mm-hmm. Let me be me, back scrambling, uh, author of some of the greatest highlights that you will ever see. I tell people this all the time. If you didn't watch him play – Scarve out like 15 minutes and go to YouTube and watch Randall Cunningham highlights. And you will oh. be thoroughly entertained with just oh. unbelievable athleticism. Yep. Insane just football sort of second nature. The the play that he makes in Buffalo, where they that Bruce Smith has him dead to rights from behind, and oh, he has yeah. that, that sixth sense to just duck and, and get out of it, not just avoid a sack and a and a safety, but to then throw it. 65 yards on his back foot to Fred Barnett is one of the sickest plays you'll ever see. How about going in? No question. In red zone, and 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 I think it's the, it's the Giants, and they and the linebacker runs up, 
runs through him. He gets Carl knocked Banks, back. Carl yeah, Banks Carl, chops him. Right, and he yeah. puts one hand down. Yeah. And, Bounces and, off, one, yeah. and jumps up and throws a dart. So I think yeah. it was Keith Byers, wasn't Jimmy it? Jimmy Giles. Oh, Jimmy Giles. <laughs> yeah. But Crazy. You're right. Man. He gets killed, keeps his balance, and then throws it. He leads the guy perfectly in the back of the end zone. It's not behind him. It's 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 a rope, a frozen rope. He's ridiculous. He was just different. He had one of the most unorthodox throwing motions, but man, he could throw it a country mile. Yep, but bro, boy, he could load it. He can. It was hard it. blocking for him though, man. Because sometimes yeah. I'd have you know we're blocking, we'll block for like 15 seconds, yeah. and it'll be a sack, and then turn rack around and we'll block for like two seconds, not even two seconds, like one. Maybe it was just as soon as it snapped, the guy beats us all. And he scrambles around and throws an 80 yard bomb. You mm. know what I'm saying? So it's mm. like same thing, make you laugh, make you cry. <laughs> I won. I always wonder like what he would have been like if he had been drafted by a guy like Andy Reid. Just wh- how how he would have, oh. you know, what he would have done for him in his career. One of these other really great offensive minds, you know, back then, the Shanahan, Mike Shanahan, whatever. Like some of these guys who, who would have, I think, groomed him Different. better. You know, yeah. uh, well, it but, wasn't until it wasn't until he got Gruden when he when um when I played with him my rookie year, and yeah. when he played with him and he and Gruden started teaching him the basics on how to read defenses. What is and, and he started picking up on us later on, but he was he was he was just he just wouldn't want to do it at first. He just like you know hell bent on not doing it, and then when he finally started, all right, let me let me go ahead and get in this. Then he's, you know, he, you could definitely see the, the the change in his game, and then from there he left, and I think he might have went to Dallas, and then he ended up in Minnesota where he balled out, he's had a set, you know, rejuvenation, a second career. Yeah, yeah, no, quite, yeah, you're right. When and had a loaded team in Minnesota, and they still couldn't do it. Well, well yeah, but not not his fault. Oh know? no, no, I'm just saying. Yeah, it, no, it just, it's a shame kicker below it. Um, there, Gary Anderson. Yeah, yeah he Gary was my Anderson. kicker. In he was my he, kicker. Where's he from? New Zealand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. South he, African. He was, no, he South was African. kicking when I was in Pittsburgh. He was kicking. Yeah, he's around. Yeah. He talk, he, he would talk like the, like their little yeah, really Barrett. light voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, little. little he's coming. Somebody's coming. Hey, Barrett. So what's going on, man? He said, "Hey, saving that money, Barrett." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm trying to save it, man. I'm trying to save it." <laughs> uh, all right, let's uh, hit a couple others. Uh, Mariah Carey is 54 today. Mm-hmm. Uh, strong. strong one of the all-timers kidding oh, yeah. <laughs> please uh nathan fillion actor uh he's good very good he's in a show called the rookie that's very good uh he's mm-hmm. 52 today fergie you ever tell my fergie story we we met fergie uh in, in coming back for super bowl 39 barkan and i michael barkan <laughs> what in the airport so they did i can't remember you guys you guys remember that they, they the black eyed peas did like they didn't do halftime, but they did something like a pregame show or something. Uh, yeah, whatever it was, and we're it's like f- five in the morning. You know, we're like bleary eyed coming back from the Super Bowl, and all of a sudden I'm like I'm in the back. Of, Fergie's right behind me in line in the uh, checkout, like to, to go through the uh, metal detectors and all that stuff. And, and and she was, I was like, she's like, yeah, it's me. <laughs> I'm like, hey, Fergie. Did you turn around and say strong? No, I didn't. Do that. <laughs> uh, we were, Michael and I were both like, this is crazy. Like, so we, we were, we were, talk- she was great. She was like chatting it up and didn't, wasn't too uh, big time for anybody. And I don't know, I don't know why she was flying commercial. I don't know what that was all about. But anyway, uh, so we met Fergie. So I'm she's surprised you, I was surprised you were flying commercial. You know, you got your own private jet, you know. Oh. <laughs> The only shot I had on a private jet is with Michael with me. Maybe I would have had a right. shot. Not, not with me. 
Uh, Quentin Tarantino is 60 uh, years old today. The director. Uh, Great director. All time resident. Kill Bill. Yep. Oh, my God. So mad. And then what was the what was the one um, he's most famous for? The uh... Oh, Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fiction. yeah. Yeah. But he's written like he wrote uh, Reservoir Dogs. Mm-hmm. He uh, he a lot, a lot of stuff, man. And he directed that. Uh, I mean, thousands. It feels like that. Tons of movies. Um, Pauly Perrette, who was an actress, was on the uh, CSIs or NCIS. 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 Elizabeth Mitchell, who's an actress, was also in Lost and a bunch of other stuff. The Purge. Yeah. The Purge. Yep. Uh, David Jansen, uh, w- w- uh, old actor. I from love the, that uh, show. Yeah. Was he? Was he the? Was he the, the fugitive? fugitive? He was yeah. the original. David yeah, Jansen, the fugitive. Yep. Great, uh, great show. The original. Uh, Buster Posey, former Giant catcher, is thirty-six years old today. I'm surprised uh, he retired as young as he did. I know. I think he was kind of beat up a little bit. His legs were kind of... Oh, his knees. Yeah, oh, yeah. He, he went through a lot with his legs. Especially as a catcher, man. Yeah, that just takes its toll, man. Yeah. Uh, I put this one in here for Barrett. Kale Yarborough. Yeah. So, see, I worked him in. You know, former uh, racer. See, Barrett, I like... You, you might have, bro. Anytime we bring in ra- racers, Barrett, I'd like to give you a little history because I know you have such an affection. Did you know, did you know, Kale Yarborough is only one of two drivers to win... Three consecutive championships. Did you know that? No, I didn't. But I'm pretty. See, I'm here to help you. I'm here to do. (laughs) See that? That's 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 above and beyond. That's great work by you, D Gun. By you too, Rob. Thank you. I I told I took care of you. Every time I see a NASCAR guy now, I get it in or or Formula One or Grand Prix, whatever. All right. So, uh, Dominic Foxworth is 40 today. Does a lot of lot of TV, a lot of analyst work. Great. He's really good analyst too. He is good. He's entertaining. I like him. Yep. Elijah Moore, uh, we, we talked about a little bit earlier, guys. Uh, formerly of the Jets, 23 today. Where's like he now? He got where traded, he yeah. Who? He got Elijah traded to Cleveland. 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 That's right. Okay, that's right. Cleveland. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what else do I have? Uh, that's all I have for, for birthdays. What, what do you guys have? Um, Art Evans from Die Hard, the, the security guy, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then he was on MASH. And yeah. um, soldier story, the soldier story. Yeah. He was on it too. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, all right. And then um, my last one is, we got London on the tracks. London, he's a famous producer. Oh, there you he go. does, uh, you know, does a lot of stuff. He's thirty-two. So, okay. That's all right. all yeah. I Make it quick, Gunner. Win. All right. Yeah, we're on the track. Uh, the great actress Gloria Swanson died yep. back in nineteen. A pitcher Matt Harvey, uh, the great singer Sarah Vaughn, uh, founding member of Genesis Tony Banks, mm-hmm. and Ed Pinkney. Oh, 60 today. Villanova's own. Okay, great. Yep. He was a great college basketball player yep. at Pickney. Nice, nice guy, too. Uh, all right, a couple of movies here. Uh, White Man Can't Jump. Uh, great 1992. Yeah. Great, great one. Um, Ladybugs with uh, Rodney Dangerfield. Yep. And Get Hard from 2015. That was Kevin uh, Hard, Will Kevin Ferrell. Hart, that movie Will was Ferrell. funny. Yeah. Yep. yep. All right, that's it. We're going to roll. We will oh, see you guys tomorrow. Thanks to everybody for hanging. Thanks to Tone for producing, doing a great job. All of you in the chat section, all you streaming, listening, we appreciate you. We got Dan Cilio with the National Football Show coming your way right now. We'll see you guys tomorrow at the same time. We are Sports Take. Thanks for hanging, peeps. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. 